welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk, the place, the best place for you to get your anime content, whether it's news, reviews, interviews, we have it all for you. And I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Chrisa SJE. Chris, how you doing, brother? Feels like I haven't hey. talked to you in a while. I'm doing lovely, man, but that's because the season started, bro. The season mm-hmm. of the anime them fucking ramped up. There's so much shit every fucking day. And then we were kind of late. We were supposed to mm-hmm. <laughs> we were supposed to record this earlier this week, but literally. But y'all still getting it. So hey. much, bruh. And, and I, y'all will get a, this is a jam-packed episode. We're going to have timestamps on this. We're going to be releasing part of, we're going to be releasing this episode in clips. So if you don't get to watch the full thing, you'll get the chunks, but there's a lot that we have to talk about. You mentioned fall preview. We're giving you a fall preview because I watched Blue Period, ladies and gentlemen, Slice of Life. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about tact. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Platinum Inn. Chris is going to give his thoughts on Demon Slayer, Digimon. And we're also, not only that, we got the news And for discussion, we have a big interview with the creators of God Punch and the creators of Studio Maho. We got our guys coming on, my man, Gumbo Goon, the man on Twitter. Shout out to my homie, bro. He is the dude. And then we got uh, his, 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 um, his, I can't think of the name right now, but his, not his mangaka, because they are, they're both mangaka, but uh, his artist, essentially, with Studio Maho, his his partner and co-founder in Studio Maho, my man Yin, uh Koji Yeah, Creed. Yin. Yin I is the man. with a vibe. I was like, is it Yin? No, yeah, no, it's my guy Yin. They both do it together. Really, really great dudes. Super, super, super anime fans. Gumbo, man. I mean, Gumbo Goon is definitely coming back. Brandon definitely coming back on the pod and talking like One Piece with us. He wants to talk anime with us. He's that guy. So I'm excited for that interview. So I got to... Like I gotta, I gotta co-sign you with that one and be like, bro, y'all gotta follow them boys because they're timeline like mm-hmm. necessities. They be they be lighting the timeline up at a lot. At Gumbo you know Goon and at Yin Designs, they are great. And then before we get into the interview, Chris and I will review. Or no, after the interview, we're gonna review the first three chapters of their manga God Punch, which we enjoy thoroughly. But yeah, man, we got a lot. We got this is a jam packed episode. Yeah, I wish, and I got the, I got the. Uh... I don't know if it's the I want to I don't I want to say it's the God Punch shirt, but I know I got one of their shirts. You know what I'm saying like I just it's dirty right now. I was gonna wear it, but I just it's so hey, last, that shows so last minute, that I, shows I be wearing that it. you wear it. Yeah, I be wearing that bitch all the time. You know what I'm saying exactly. They got the like Fleur de, Fleur de Lee on that bitch. You feel me? That bitch hard. Exactly. I'm my man Pat and Yin. Shout out to our guy Patrick. Man, Patrick is the writer and uh, Yin is the is the designer. So. And Pat Pat's at is Gumbo Goon. So shout out to both of them. But uh, what you been watching? You know, we start off before we get into the news, before we get anything, what you been watching? I've been watching everything, man. Like the seasonal shit, I've literally been watching everything. Like as of right now, the only thing I haven't watched is Comey Can't Communicate just because mm-hmm. I had a busy last, past couple of days. But uh, I've been keeping up with shit that like I didn't even think I would watch. Like some, some of the random, the random Isekai shit. Like I haven't been watching Musico Tensei or whatever you whatever you call it. But uh, Otaku guy put some shit on the timeline with some mechs. And I was like, I got to see this. And it was low-key hard. It wasn't, I forget what, what it was called, but I low-key been, bro, lately, as of 2000, like, I mean, we've been doing this pod for a long time. You feel mm-hmm. me? I usually be watching all this kinds is of year shit. Two. Lately, I just been reading, bro. Like, I've been reading Vagabond. I've been reading uh, Isekai. Fucking, Ladies and uh, gentlemen, etchy. don't you see, if you've been a listener of this, I tell Chris, hey, man, you should check this out. And then a year later, he falls in love with it. Vagabond's another one of them. I'm glad oh, yeah. he loves it. 
I'm, like, I'm on chapter 165 right now, bro. They just did a crazy arc where they introduced a new character. I don't want to spoil so you, too much. No, you fat, you farther than me. What, bro, they, they introduce another character and it's like they, you know how, I can't think of an example right now, but it's like they introduce another character and then have a whole nother storyline for oh, like wait, 50 no, chapters, I think, bro. I think I'm still there where they switched over to someone else. A whole new character, bro. Yeah, no, no, I'm, and, I, I'm exactly where you're at then. No, but no, on. like I, I'm to the end of it. Like, oh, like okay. I'm to the end of- I'm they, at the start they of built, that. They built the, bro, it's such a good arc. You got to go dive into that. But, uh, Vagabond crazy. I never thought this would be super crazy. This is my saint in bag. You feel me? I don't want to rag on Berserk or anything. I do think Berserk is legendary for what it is. I just can't speak on it too much because I haven't. I'm telling I'm you. I'm only reading the first do, volume or two. You got to do, because I know you, Holy Land, 20th Century Boys, and Monster. Those, when you get to them, you're going to be, I love, you're going to be seen over Shonen. I got, I just got a very, very, very specific saying bag because there's certain shit that I do. I fuck with Grand Blue as a comedy. You know what I'm saying? But but I just know Holy Land is is Tokyo Revengers on ten. Okay, you know what? Yeah, sold. Yeah, it says Tokyo <laughs> Revengers on ten in 20th Century Boys is Tokyo Revengers, but it's it's Fucking a little more mystery, already. a little more soul. So like yeah, 20th Century Boys is a little bit more mystery, but has that Tokyo Revengers element of the in Blue the, Period Seinen? Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think and it, I think the manga said is. it was, but not the anime. But yeah, but, I definitely know Monster is and Monster's great. But you're gonna be surprised about what I'm watching. And shout out to our guy Peter from What Do You Say Anime. If you love romance, slice of life, his pod is is perfect for you for that. Shout out to our guy Peter from What Do You Say Anime. He's actually competing in our event, Pitch It, which is October 24th. He's competing against Dan Exclaims for a shot at my belt. They are not going to beat me. We're going to see what, it, what happens. But I've been watching, and Pete suggested because I, 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 last week, he, he's a loyal listener of our pod, and he was upset that I shit on Slice of Life last week. And he was like, Lyndon, I need you to watch. If, if you're going to watch any, because he's, he thought my description wasn't fair, because I've the ones I watched that Hastic suggests I did not enjoy. So he suggested to me his favorite slice of life, which is Violet Evergarden, which is on Netflix. And Krissa, I must say, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. It's very good. It's very oh, well written. And, and the thing is, I like that she was a former war soldier and they show flashbacks to the war. You see her fight. You So you get the feel of who she is, but it's her trying to figure out a new path in life and she's lost her old, her old life. And she's trying to find a new path to find freedom. It's so immaculate how she's this typer and it's just about her writing letters, but the way that they, the characters and everything goes inside of it, it's way more than that. And I, and I gotta say, I love it, but I gotta tell Pete for every slice of life like that, there's the shitty ones where we're just following kids in high school and they're dating and that that nonsense. So I love Violet Evergarden. It's incredible, but not all slice of life is for me. But that one is good. I will also say Blue Period, which we will review today. That's a slice of life I can get behind as well, because shout out to our guy Fire Rifle in the Discord. He told me it's about this kid who was trying to find his passion and what happens once he finds it. And I relate to that. And I don't want to jump in front of our review because I'm going to say this again then. But me and you can relate to that because we found our passions. You with making music and content, me with doing podcasts. Like, I know how that kid felt when, like, 
he was like, for the first time, I felt alive. When I first walked in front of this mic and did a podcast, I felt alive. And each time we do this, I feel alive. And like, I always talk about it. So I get what he's saying. So I, I can't wait to review that. But I just want to say two slice of life. I love Violet Evergarden, period. I'm the, in. The, the, the slice of life people hate, like you said, is those, you know, school romance type shits. But my favorite kind of slice of life is comedy. Because that's mm. that's a bag you could like Shin Chan is technically slice of life. Yep. And that's one of the funniest shows you'll ever watch as far as anime. See, now that's uh, something I haven't gotten into yet. Comedy anime. Bro, you gotta watch certain ones because Shin Chan is funny. People been There's telling a lot me Psyche with Shin Chan. Gintama. Psyche K and Gintama are, are God tier. Uh, remember, I was telling you about the African me... salary man. Yep. Uh, that's one anime. I actually do like. That the one Super you that's like funny. the office. That one's great. Uh, you and give, Tyler trying to get me to watch Marshall or read give Marshall. Way of the House Husband another try. And uh-huh. Marshall is not motherfucking. Marshall is not slice of life. <laughs> oh, that's pure shonen. So like that's shonen comedy. Pure shonen. It's a comedy, but it's a comedy in the same aspect that One Punch Man or Mob Psycho mm, is. Gotcha. Because literally, Mash is Saitama mixed with Shigeo. Mm. Literally. Like he's a parody of Harry Potter if Harry Potter was. Saitama uh, fused with Shigeo in an anime world. Cause this is shonen. Everything about this, it feels like black, not saying black clover, but like it just seems like your typical, you know, my hero school shonen progression. And it's very parody as far as, you know, it's com- it, the comedy stems from it parodying Harry Potter-esque world. But it parodies a lot of shonen tropes in the same way, you know, One Punch Man would. Mm-hmm. But bro, is the action dope and is the panel, like are the panels amazing? The fucking panels are amazing. The bad guys are badass. The the have to check it out. The you know the, the school life is whatever as far as you know he got his crushes and he got yeah. his uh his, his uh, rivals and his best friends and that's cool that's very Harry Potter esque but everything else about that is like pure shonen but it's not like they overdo the tropes it's like they make fun of the tropes and they 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 add its own sauce and humor to it like Mashal is one of the manga that make me laugh like I don't laugh out loud at manga that much you know what i'm saying but that should be having me fucking rolling son okay well fuck yeah i'm gonna have to get into that but with that being said i thought you was already on master son i even i, I, even, I read the first like three chapters but i didn't dive into it it it, it, it get it gets better I'm, I'm gonna say it has a lot of heart and it gets cold you you know i read everything in shonen jump but like i don't dive into everything but i dove into chainsaw man and we're gonna talk about that as well but oh, let's get into the news for this week so first story that we're starting off with, Attack on Titan, the part two to the final season trailer is dropped and it will, the website officially said that it will drop on January 9th, 2022. I think that's January 10th, 12.05 a.m. our time. So, or or it's the other way around. Whatever, it's dropping January 9th or 10th for us. Who cares? The anime's coming back. Crystal, what'd you think of the trailer? It was a teaser because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I read a little bit of the manga. I couldn't. Yeah, I know you did. Couldn't hold back. I'm not caught up. I didn't finish because I don't want You're wanna, about where I'm at. I, I don't want to spoil it just yeah, for people who not- are waiting for anime. But you know, we, me and you, we a little bit deeper and I've mm-hmm. seen some shit in there that I can't wait to see. Yeah. Some of the fights I can't wait to see. And you know, you saw What's the that you blue saw, light. You saw the fight and that blue light. Everything about that is crazy too. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a crazy season. I feel like people say the ending is bad. People who read that's manga know it's crazy on Twitter, but we don't know. And as yeah. far as you know, 
what I know that we haven't seen yet in the anime. We still I'm got a lot of for. great, great, great shit, bro. Like if the first half of this next season is what it was in the manga, it's going to be as iconic as the first half of the, yep. the season. And I'll was, say this, so. everybody in our discord who's read the manga is like, Oh y'all, we can't wait to see y'all's reaction. Well, Look, I'm going to enjoy until that ending happens because what me and Chris has read is fire. And that's what I saw in the trailer. So I'm hyped for that. Yeah, the trailer was If the ending's trash, so be it. And we'll talk about it when we get to it. But I don't know what happens and I'm excited for it. They don't even need to give me a trailer. Like at the same time, like, you know, I'm always the give me the trailer guy. Mm -hmm. But that's for those specific instances. But shit like my hero is like, nigga, I want the season. I want the season. I know what it's going to look like. I saw the first half of the season. I don't need the trailer for some shit that y'all should have gave me already. But y'all saying I got to wait till next year for. I know what it's going to look like. I know what it's hitting on. I know what I want. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a teaser because I'm sitting there looking at it like, man, I don't even <laughs> care right now. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to ignore it because I got Demon Slayer. I got all these other shows. I'm trying to ignore it. Just get through this season because Lord knows that's just dropping the same time as the Tengen arc. So it's going to yeah. be an eventful top of next no, year. The, I'm look, so excited. The winter season is going to be crazy because not only do we have Attack on Titan, we have Blade Runner Black Lotus would drop the trailer at New York Comic Con on Thursday. Blade Runner, the anime series, will premiere on November 13th at 12 a.m., effectively November 14th with two episodes. Adult Swim has the worldwide distribution rights to an English dub version of the show outside of Asia, and it will air the anime in the United States on its Toonami block. Crunchyroll will stream the anime worldwide, and we got in the trailer. Chris, first off, I'm going to get your thoughts on the trailer in a little bit. For me, this is my bag but I just don't know if I've bought on the animation style yet. Like That's my biggest looked, complaint. It looked funky in some of the trailer. Like some of the trailer looked great, but like when you saw that man walk into the wall, I was like, bro, is that a painting? Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Some of it looked really good. And some of I it looked really, really good, bad. Some of it, some of it looked like I could deal with this kind of CG. And then some of it looked like video game really scenes. Bad. You feel me? I was like, this shouldn't look like video game scenes, bro. Uh man, we're gonna talk about that a little bit later, hopefully. Cause they got one from this season that you know what I'm saying. I could I couldn't even give it a try because of the CGI. Like I couldn't do it. But bro, stop. Learn from Berserk, bro. Learn from Berserk. And Black, give us I have so much high hopes for this because it's a tsunami collab. We've been waiting for this a long time. I'm gonna watch it, but please, dear God, don't let it be ruined by animation because Blade Runner has such a cool story. She's this replicant that's going to try to kill the people that are trying to kill her. And I know she has to die because we've seen the first Blade Runner and we've seen Blade Runner 2049. There's people like Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling that are coming to kill her and she's going to fight them, which is nuts. Man, I... I just, I just want it to look good. You know, what I'm, I'm gonna give it the first two episodes Same. to try for sure. But that's if it don't sell me, yeah, it don't sell me. But if it does sell me, because if the story's good and if the certain parts are, you know, animated right, if it's not, if it's not enough to take me out, that's what I'm saying. Can, I just hope the animation does not ruin it. That's all like, I'm saying. Because I know the story's gonna hook us. We haven't gotten something like this in a while. It's in the vein of this cowboy bebop trigon ghost in the shell type of story. So hopefully it, it works. Hopefully. Mm. But another trailer we got that CGI filled that some people liked, some people didn't. Dragon Ball Super Super Heroes. The film is set to premiere in 2022 in Japan. The release schedule may differ depending on each country and region. As the uh, but as the film's name suggests, 
It will focus on the superhero aspect. To me, I don't understand how this takes place right, right before the end of Z. Makes no sense to me because how is Pan damn near eight years old? How old is Goten? How, is, how old is Trunks? Like, they better be teenagers. I better see long hair Goten. Let me, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. <laughs> Goten and Trunks are not going to be in this movie. This is not that kind of fucking movie. If Goten and Trunks is in this movie, Bro, Broly's in this surprised. movie. What the fuck? <laughs> Broly's not even in Super. Crystal, what's going on? <laughs> Man, bro. <laughs> Man, bro. If I... Broly's in this <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super is turning into Dragon Ball Heroes. And Dragon Ball Heroes might be colder. It is. <laughs> bro, like, that's that's what I didn't want to say earlier. But, like, I've been... You gonna be, I knew you was going to be mad at me about that. You know what I'm saying? I almost tweeted that. I almost tweeted, man, if only Lynn knew what I was reading instead of One Piece. But I'm all the way caught up on the Dragon Ball Heroes series. Nigga, That's I read nasty. Manga. I read the Big Bang mission. I read the, the fucking, uh, what's the, the victory mission? Whatever it is, fully caught up. That shit is fan service for a Dragon Ball fan. But it's like right now, Hold on, I gotta, I gotta get you. I gotta, I gotta get you. I'm sharing. Don't I'm, you do it? I'm sharing audio, and I gotta. Don't get you, you do it? I gotta get you. <laughs> Wait, I'm putting. Not, this don't in. do that to Dragon Ball Heroes. <laughs> I'm putting, Dragan Ball Heroes is better than we about to get with this movie. <laughs> I put this on. I put this on. Which I'm gonna call it in the YouTube for niggas to see. I put the video, but I gotta play the audio right now because I put it right when you said it. Where the hell is this at my downloads, boy? I got to hit you with it because this shit is hilarious. The what did he say? Oh, my God. No. Hey, fun fact. That used to be my text tone when I was in middle school. I had a slider phone. That bitch would hit in school. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> what did he say? This nigga did, boy. Like, I'm putting that in there. This nigga said, what? He caught up on Dragon Ball Super. Not Dragon Ball Super. I I have not read one single chapter of Granola. Dragon Ball Super. I don't even know who that is. I know who that is. I don't want to know who that is. You know what I'm saying? What about Ultra Ego? I'm done with Dragon Ball Super, bro. After after watching, like after reading that moral chapter or that moral arc, I was I felt so played, bro. But the thing is, man. It's so hard, like with this trailer, right? I tried to enjoy this trailer. I, I tried, but I, I'm not, it's hard for me to be hyped for Dragon Ball. So I went and I, I reread Dragon Ball Heroes to rebuild that hype. And that's really all the, the main reason. Cause I was like, this is some shit I like. I know I like the anime. I know I own all the volumes of the manga, but I've never really read it. You feel Let me? me? I'm like, is it the same? And it's low-key cold. Like it's low-key <laughs> hard. Like my favorite villain in there, Kamba is in there. We get golden cooler. We get metal cooler. We get so much cold shit. But in these Nani? Dragon Ball Super movies, we get eight-year-old Pan? We and what to say a man? Eight-year-old pan Broly's in this. Where the fuck is it? Bro, I'm telling you, Goten and Trunks, uh, they better be long haired Goten. I would be excited to see Broly if I didn't know he was just gonna be in there for that quick training scene with Goku and they was getting him <laughs> out of here. I, that's what's gonna happen. I'm not and where is he at in suit? Like, is he gonna be in super? Like, this confuses the shit out of me because we have a granola arc. If the anime ever comes back, are these movies in it? Are these movies not canon? I don't know what's going on with Super. I, I think like Super's just here for the vibe. Super, bro, it really is just here for the vibe. I think they're just winging it out here. <laughs> Toriyama just like nigga, I did what I needed to do. 
you Corey, I was just, like, let me try to make y'all stop loving this as much as y'all do, so y'all stop bugging me. I'm just gonna do what I want and just wing it with the, at the end. You know what I'm like, saying? I'm not gonna give y'all like, trouble. Can y'all, can y'all stop loving this so if Shonen Jump can stop asking me for this shit, please? Shonen Jump won't leave me alone, man. They keep calling me, man. They keep calling me, man. He like but future. No. The perk he's calling. <laughs> no cap, son. At the end of the day, all I know is, bro, <laughs> if these niggas go try to sell me this comedy-ass movie, I would give it to me in CG because I love Battle of Gods. Battle of Gods gave me just as much action as comedy. This is gonna be the pan. Is pan going? Is Gohan's daughter? Go uh, Piccolo's pan's real dad out here? Piccolo (laughs) or granddad? Piccolo's Gohan's real dad movie? This is gonna be the Gohan's the Sandman Study Man movie. (laughs) This is not gonna be the Goku versus Broly movie that we want. This is not because that was an amazing movie. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the best Dragon Ball movies in all of. Dragon Ball history, not the best, but one of the best. It might be the best in a lot of people to a lot of people's standards. Just one of my favorite. It's if not there. my favorite. It's up there for so many reasons. Especially after me, you and Fade reviewed the Janimba movie. Like that movie, movie is not good. It, it ain't hit like we thought it was <laughs> no. when we were some youngins. When we were some young whippersnappers, bro, that Gogeta movie was that shit. Go check I, out that review, man. Shout out to our guy Fade. That was a great episode. We need to have Fade back on here again, bro. We do. Fade, Fade, he he got he got the takes, bro. He got the takes people want to see, man. Because he, but all I know is, as far as the first two movies they came back with, you know, Battle of God, Revival of Frieza, really great jobs. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Great movies. I love both of them. Perfect balance of comedy, perfect balance of action, especially with Battle of Gods. This is they not that. They gave us Broly, super fan service. They gave us Bardock, Broly. They gave us so much shit that we wanted to be canon. You know what I'm saying? Bardock's back in. See, wait, see how I can. The Broly movie, I don't know what they're doing with the with the manga because Bardock just got introduced in the manga. Just Toyo Taro is clearly just winging that manga <laughs> at this point. That shit is on autopilot, nigga. Toriyama's like, look, do what you want. He's like, where, where's the weekly fucking? Where's the weekly or the monthly? What am I supposed to do right now? He's like, man, we'll worry about that exactly. shit later. I'm working on this pan movie right now. You know what I'm saying? Mind your business. Do what you gotta do over here. You feel me? I don't care about Super no more. Let me not. <laughs> let me not bullshit Toriyama like that. He probably does care about Super, but like I feel like for real, he just Bro, the way you the feel about Super is hilarious, Chris. Because I'm about to get on Demon Slayer when we talk about that. Just like you talking Bro, about Super. I will say I'm excited for those two alien characters that look like some Sandman type niggas, like the motherfucking uh, the gray brother looking dudes. Yeah, or the bug niggas. Love them. They look dope. It looks like it's going to be very interesting. If this shit is really funny and get, it captures that Toriyama essence of humor and it's really hitting. We're getting Red Rocket again, too. Uh, the, not Red Rocket, the Red Ribbon Army. As, as much as I love, you know, uh, Dragon Ball for its action for all that, You're I right. do love this, Dragon Ball and Toriyama for its comedy. You know, I love that shit. This is going to be a comedy more akin to the OG Dragon Ball because Red I Ribbon Army like, is in this. Like, this exactly. is going to be Pan fighting Red Ribbon Army, man. It's going to be some filler shit whenever you... It's going to be some like, hey, this is for real Goku's and you granddaughter. Right, this the how you Broly and Goku thing is just so people like us could see them training to get us into theaters, but it's going to be Pan versus Red Ribbon. Oh, That's gonna be a movie, bro. That like Goku will pull up <laughs> at the end. They gonna be like, "Where's Goku?" Goku gonna be like, "Oh wait, he's training with Broly." He'll be like, "Oh wait, I sense two alien motherfuckers in the red ribbon army fucking with Pan." Let me, I'll be right back. And it's gonna be so poof. You gonna see a quick montage of him training with Broly to where they're fighting in CG, but it's not serious, so it's not gonna be crazy fighting. And it's gonna be a bunch of comedy shit, a bunch of Gohan being a fucking dad. Oof. Like Gohan is not gonna be badass. Pan is gonna surpass him in badass with this movie. And badass. Is she going Super Saiyan? Because we saw the the I'm gonna be mad. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm gonna be mad. We watched the entirety of GT and she didn't go Super Saiyan, nigga. And <laughs> okay. Toriyama himself, and this is 
I don't know how people feel about this, but Toriyama said himself, the reason why he doesn't make a lot of uh, the female characters go Super Saiyan is because he thinks it would be awkward to draw. And if I know anything about all that fucking fan art I saw when I was in sixth grade of uh, <laughs> Super Saiyan Bulla, you yeah. know what I'm saying, Super Saiyan Pan, it just didn't look too hot. But uh, I feel like they did a great job with Kefla and Khalifa. And but, I think uh, they're going to try with Pan. Or Kale and Khalifa, Kale, whatever, you, whatever yeah, her name or is. Yeah, Kale, Kale, whatever. Man, it's this is Kale. Goku's granddaughter. Nobody care about these new ass characters, how they <laughs> look, bro. It, to be honest with you, it's not even just because they females, because Kaba looks fucking weird, Super Saiyan Nobody too. cares about bad, any of this shit. Don't give a shit about these new motherfuckers. Like, Pan, don't ruin Pan with like a wax <laughs> Super Saiyan form and make her go Super Saiyan at seven years old with no training from her goofball ass happen. dad. If she getting training from Piccolo, man. It's gonna Piccolo's going to help Pan go Super Saiyan at eight. That's great for a comedy movie. <laughs> and But the thing is, the CG, CG makes me feel that. The, the, being that it's a CGI movie and being that they show nothing but Pan and Red Remnant in the, in the trailer and everything is leading to this just being like a filler movie. Yeah. But the thing is, I hate Dragon Ball super filler as far as that slime Vegeta episode. What the fuck was Copy that? Vegeta. It was uh, literally uh, that was them saying, hey, Toriyama was like, I saw what y'all did with GT. That baby shit, it was kind of cool, but I think I could do it better with copy Vegeta in it. It was not better. It was Man, not. I, I don't even know if Toriyama fucked with that. Might have just been Toei being some like, <laughs> let's stretch this, let's stretch the pack shit. You feel me? But all I know is I, if this is Toriyama humor, like real life Battle of Gods humor, because Battle of Gods to me, the, the reason why it was so good is because the first half was just hilarious. Mm -hmm. Before you get to the serious part, it's just very comical. You know what I'm saying? Even at the end, they have comedy parts and it captured that Toriyama feeling, like you said, that Dragon Ball comedy feeling. But if this doesn't do that, then it serves no purpose. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I think this is just fan service for that. Yep, I agree. So next trailer we got is Freak Angels trailer drop Crunchyroll announced that this is going to be the 2022 premiere of its new original Freak Angels. Uh, what do you think of the trailer? This is this. I'm more excited for this than I am for Blade Runner. I want to say this is mm. another Adult Swim one. Yeah, this they is say, Adult uh, Swim Crunchyroll. It's based so, off of a graphic novel, too. And I, I didn't even know that. I'm going to have to peep a graphic novel because I fucks mm -hmm. with this art style. I fucks with the action. I fucks with it, the, the theme of it, too. Clark don't miss the dude who worked for like adult swim and shit. So I know he he good at picking them. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. just, just the fact that you say this is adult swim makes me already adult swim aside from tsunami adult swim. Don't miss. So yep. you telling me they're going, you know what I'm saying? They making an anim really cool. anime animated America, America type show. Yeah. Like it gave me them kind of like fucking cowboy bebop. You feel me? Vibe. Not cowboy bebop, but like uh Batman beyond. Kind of oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the other trailer. Unless let me let me look. You said the uh Freak Angels. Freak Angels. That if that's the one I'm thinking of, that's the one that's like with them them all the people that the seven people or whatever, however many people it was. Freak, yeah, it's like it's like uh and they, they're all uh psychics. Yeah, that reminded me of a Netflix show I saw. Oh okay. like a Netflix hero six sense type of show. But it seems like it's gonna be an anime version. I didn't really fuck with it. When I watch it on Netflix, but it's because I'm a weeb. It's not. It wasn't the medium that I like. I like. Yeah, no. I this like this shit look hard with the animation style too. They got a black character. I'm rocking with this. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. This is this look like it's gonna be cold because I I didn't watch Squid Games and I'm one of them corny ass niggas on Twitter. I didn't watch Squid Game. I'm not. I didn't like it. I just didn't Squid watch. Game it. is hard. Boy. But I'm one of the niggas who's like, if they made an anime out of it, I watch it. <laughs> I, I fuck with Dead Man Wonderland. Give me a Squid Games anime. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Squid the game the is death hard, game though. kind of. But I'm. I never watched Hunger Games. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm we just getting better than the Hunger bro. Games, bro. I'm one, I'm one of them weebs. But bro, I heard so much shit about it. I know it's not a Squid Game pod, but I heard so much shit about the dub being ass and the subs not being accurate. I was sitting bro, there like, boy, the dub is so bad, my boy. Because I heard that shit was ass. Because you know, I, I am a sub guy, but Kirsten wanted to watch it, and she was not about to read subtitles, so I had to sit through that trash dub. Bro, I don't know if you fuck with Cody it's Cole. Pers- and Noel. It's like it's like MXC. Have you ever? Do you remember Most Extreme Challenge? Oh where, yeah, bro. I was just talking about that this week. That's it's a, on Amazon, show. bro. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch but it. But that for dub free is right purposely now. bad to be good. But that's how the Squid Game dub is exactly like MXC, and they were do they were being serious. But MXC is parody, man. But they so were being serious. Parody level dubs. <laughs> Come on, man. But I ain't gonna lie. I might watch it eventually just to see what the hype is about. But I'm one of them niggas. I dropped. I dropped Invincible episode two. So let's I'm just weave. Please, let's I'm weave to the core, you bro. Clowning Invincible. Like, this is the type of medium I want to see this type of shit in. Like, this looks mm-hmm. like a, like I love the, the, the diversity of the characters. Like, this is how mm-hmm. I want to see a mermaid type shit be done. Like, yep. it's beautiful. The final trailer we have is Shimui, the animation. This is the Adult Swim Crunchyroll other partnership. This it, is the one. This you're is the about. one. This is the yeah. one I was thinking of. This is the anime adaptation of the Shimui game. Uh, it's going to drop a 13 episode series on Crunchyroll and it's going to air on the Toonami block of Adult Swim. This is the one with the two people where it's like they're fighting and stuff. This shit looks great. Yeah, this gave me Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw yes, Star, I, okay, fucking yeah, Trigun this type vibes. Is. Like this gave me them vibes. Like this gave that. This is where I was talking about how like Adult Swim don't miss, especially because before Toonami, when in between Toonami, because Toonami was you know the after school block, and then it kind of went away, and then we got Saturday Night Adult Swim, where yep, with, with you know Big O and yep. Big O, Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. This gives me those vibes, and I it needed does. that, bro. Like I needed that. Thank you, Adult Swim, for being in my life, bro. Like. These they know what the fuck they're doing. I'll yep. tell you that much. And a hey, shout out to the Adult Swim, uh, the Adult Swim leader of, I guess, con- head of content creation. You sent me a tweet that he that he oh, said Clark? that was shot. Yep, and I retweeted it. Shout out to him because we are fans of him. Uh, Clark Nova. He said because they tweeted about the Cowboy Bebop going to Netflix, and he said honestly, this is the best thing that'll come out of this reboot. IMO. He feels exactly what we've been saying. Cowboy people on Netflix, great. Do not give a fuck about this live action. And see, bro, he's been a part of, you know, Adult Swim for years, for a long time. And so he just loves know, Cowboy Bebop. He, he holds it maybe higher than we hold it. So he knows. He's the reason why we, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I look at that like he is a tastemaker for this type of shit. So I know the content coming out of this is going to be amazing. First of all, and then second of all, just hearing his thoughts about, bro, you're not. Couple of people, Netflix is probably like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, Netflix is <laughs> you know definitely like, shut the fuck up. It takes John nuts Ch- to be like, fuck that. John Chu's like, oh no. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, man, go easy on me, man. But somebody has to say it. And I'm glad yeah. that the person I respect the most is saying it because he got, he if, if anybody knows anything about this shit, it's him. And it shows that, hey, maybe these anime talk guys are maybe on the onto something. Like if that guy agrees with us, so you know, shout out to Clark. But we definitely trying to get that Adult Swim sponsorship. We speaking, y'all. speaking of Adult Swim, this is not in the news docket, as far as I know. But where the fuck is Uzumaki, son? When we supposed to get that? Like last Halloween or this I think, Halloween? I think it should be coming out soon. I think it. I I'm shocked we didn't get an announcement with that at uh, New York Comic Con. But it's I'm guessing it's gonna be out man. next. I think it's gonna be out next year. I hope. 
Cause that Hopefully. is, I don't, I ain't even tripping on it. I don't even give a fuck if it's 2023, as long as it look good, because you gotta, it can't look like the Junji Ito collection because the Junji yeah. Ito collection anime was cool, but it wasn't and as I good think as the that's, I think that's why they're working hard on it. Cause they want it to look just like Uzumaki did. The, but uh, like I manga. said, I trust them. That's a dope swim. Yep. Tsunami. So next, next up we got on the docket. I just want to show some love to my hero. My Hero Academia Volume 29 was ranked number one on the United States NPD book scan, the top 20 adult graphic novels in America. It was also number two on the New York Times bestseller graphic novel. Demon Slayer was number three on that list. Also, who was number one? Uh, some like American thing. Chainsaw Man. It wasn't number one this year, this year in this month. It was last we'll month. Chainsaw Man was okay, up there. You're right. You're right. It was it number was. four was last, last month. month. Yeah, I know. I got you. Chainsaw but, Man uh, up, man. On on the uh, NPD book scan, my hero had one, two. Demon Slayer had three. My Hero had four. Berserk had five. Demon Slayer had six. Toilet Bound Honaku-kun had eight in America, whatever that is. That's the number bro, eight biggest manga in America. You, bro, when I be in the bookstore, bro, that shit is gone, bro. Because, like, <laughs> like, that's how I found out that. about Comey Can't Communicate. Because I was seeing that shit selling. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to peep this so out. Is this a slice of like life? Toilet Bound? I assume, bro. It's on Funimation. I tried to watch a couple episodes of it a long time ago, and I was like, ah, I can't really get into it. And then I tried to look at some of the manga, and when I was in the bookstore, couldn't really get into it. And but last time oh, I was in the and, bookstore, it's comedy and supernatural. I, got I was the with my gun. It's probably the fucking slice of life too. But I was with my gun there, and literally, I saw that he has the manga, right? The mm-hmm. Toilet Bound Hanako Kun main series manga. Oh, they have it, spinoff mangas, bro. They have light novels, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Let I'm me like, tell you what this is. Big? You might fuck with it. Hanako the ghost that haunts a school's bathroom is commonly groped in any given school's seven wonders at Como at Academy or Academy. Hanako-san is said to haunt the third toilet on the third floor of the girl's bathroom in the abandoned school building and will grant any visitor a wish. Nene Yahiro decides to entrust her wish to hanako so this nigga is a perv in the girl's bathroom. Yeah, I don't know about this one, man. <laughs> I don't know about this one, man. This might not be. How is this the number number no, eight in number America? But that shit is booted up right now, man. And that's the killer part. That's right now. Yeah, that shit has probably been consistently in the top ten for the past year because I've yep. been seeing it a lot. Number uh, nine is My Hero again. Number ten is Dragon Ball Super. Number eleven, Chainsaw Man. Number 12, Junji Ito. Number 13, uh, The Given by Natsusuki Kizu. Uh, number 14, Jujutsu Kaisen. Number 15, Attack on Titan. Then Jujutsu Kaisen, then My Hero, then Chainsaw Man, then Junji Ito, and then Chainsaw The Man Legend of Zelda. So Yeah, The Legend of Zelda manga been booting up too. I've been seeing that sell a lot too. But I'm, those are a lot of good titles, man. Just, I, I'm glad to see America's on the shit that Japan's on finally, and it's not like so much, so far behind. Just an update on what's going on in America. But next up, the 46th issue of Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine revealed on Wednesday that Tushi's Okobo's Fire Force manga is entered its final arc. That means me and Krista have to start the manga up from where we left off. I can't wait. I can't wait for season three. It it's has. been on my to-do list, but I haven't waited on season three. Ever since I've been seeing so the good. leaks of what's been going on with Arthur, I'm not going to say it on here, but there's been an Arthur fight. And if you're on Twitter, Twitter's been leaking it everywhere. And I'm so upset I saw them pictures because I'm ready to read Fire Force. I've seen leaks and spoilers with no context, but I don't know what's Damn. going on. I just saw cold pictures. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. This, this looks Okubo, insane. This is peak Okubo. You feel me? But at the same time, 
I'm so sad about this news, not because I don't think 5-4 should come to an end, because I'm not one of those people who think, you know, manga should go on forever and at, 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 at the sacrifice of the plot. But I know, like, the, the manga could be working hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? And yep. if they, you got to let them get their story off. And mm-hmm. once they feel like their story's wrapped up, I'm cool with it. Like, don't stretch it. Don't force them to do filler, like canon filler. Yep. Just let them boys get their story off like they need to get their story off. And Okubo's stories have always been amazing. And, uh, you know, some of his anime adaptations have been rushed and butchered. and, and yeah, But that's why abruptly. I think... Fire Force, I think this is his magnum opus. I think this is the one, like... He said it, too. He said he's done. He's ending it how he wants. He's going to have his anime be how it's supposed to be, unlike Soul Eater. And I love Fire Force, man. Like, season one was 7 out of 10, man. Like, had his was mid. Season two was just gas. Gas. (laughs) Nine out of 10, season two. Season two was gas as fuck. Yeah, season one, six or seven. Season two, nine to 10 out of 10. 9.7. It was great. It's up there. So I'm sad to see it going. That's just thinking back on it, it has some of my favorite fights. Like, bruh, so many fights. And then we too, met like Ogan, like, nah, bro. We met Ogan. We got, we met Joker, learned his backstory with Burns. Such a great fucking season. Had Joker teaming up with our guy from, um, from fuck, oh, what's his name? How am I blanking on his name? The fucking dude from the uh, village that's not Benny like Maru? Fire Force. Yeah, Joker and Benny Maru. Benny Maru. Yeah, that was great. So I'm excited for Fire Force. So we're gonna definitely catch up on that manga. But the final story we we have are movie stories. So the My Hero movie is almost here, October 29th through the 23rd. They will be passing out a booklet manga of it. So I'm excited for that. We definitely gonna be reviewing that, watching the movie. Chris and I are probably gonna go to the theater watch it like we always do. Hopefully this is better what, than what the second one. The 29th through the 23rd. Okay, Gucci. I'm going to hit that bitch. Yeah. Hopefully it's better than the second one because you was in the second one. Hype. You, your girl, Fade. I'm sitting next to y'all like, It wasn't bad. It was a good movie. It was a pretty cool movie. But that's before you knew about the six quirks. And that's when I was like, did they just spoil this in a movie? Because they did. That was kind of weird. It took points down, but it was still a pretty good movie. But I'm hyped for this one. This movie looks like this is going to be the best one they got. But also, Toei Animation and Fathom Events announced on Monday that because One Piece has grown in popularity in America, they will hold a special theatrical screening of One Piece Strong World, the anime film to celebrate the upcoming thousandth episode of the One Piece anime. The film will screen the English dub on November 7th and then the subtitles on November 9th in select theaters in the United States. Uh, the screening will also include the United States premiere of the 2011 One Piece 3D Mugiwar chase film. So it's going to have both of them and it will be in Lafayette at the Grand 14. I'm in there. So Strong World, that's the Shiki movie, I think. I think. I don't know if I saw Strong World or not. I'm pretty sure I did, though. I think Strong World's the Shiki movie. I don't know if that's the one I didn't watch, yeah, but I know yeah, there's yeah. one or years, two I didn't watch. That, that is the Shiki movie. So that's right after he escapes and he has to fight them. That To me, this movie makes no sense now because I don't think Luffy could have beat Shiki at this point in time in his career because Luffy's just now fighting Kaido in the manga. So, like, Strong World makes no sense to me because Shiki fought Gold Roger. Hmm. <laughs> think about that. Could Luffy have beaten him? Luffy just learning hot, like strong hockey. I don't know if he had. Yes, yeah, but I, I don't remember. I don't remember whenever. I don't remember how far ago. Like I gotta look at Strong World and see what movie that was. You feel me? It's the one where they're with the dinosaurs and whatnot, and Shiki's in it with the big monsters. Oh no, I never watched that. I never watched okay. that for sure. Okay. I, uh, I thought that was the one where you know what I'm saying. Uh, not Gold Tazaro. 
No, no, no. I thought that was one of the ones where uh, I, I don't. I forget if it was Nami or Robin, but one of them like shrunk down to like kid form. Oh no, 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 no. I don't think that's that. I but, thought it was that movie. But that's pretty much all. I think I'm thinking of Z or something. I don't know. Maybe no Z's the with the Marine. Yeah, you're right. The X Marine. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zed. Yeah, who trained Kizaru? So that was a hard movie too. That was. One Piece don't fail, bro. So if this, if I've never seen this movie, which I'm sure I haven't. I would love to see it for the first time on the big screen because mm-hmm. One Piece, literally, I wish I could have saw gold on the big screen. Seeing Stampede on the big screen was iconic. Awesome. Their movies are really good. Yeah, they are. But that's pretty much all the news we have for this week. For discussion, like I said, we have our interview with the creators of God Punch from Studio Mahi, from Studio Maho, uh, Patrick uh, Thomas and his artist slash uh, partner in all of this, my man Vin, uh, Vin Designs. So y'all be sure to check that out right now. Y'all follow him on say Twitter. Yin. Oh yeah, Yin. I'm sorry, not Yin Designs. Yin Designs. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Y'all follow him on Twitter at Yin Designs and follow Patrick at, on Twitter at Gumbo Goon. So let's get into the interview with the creators of God Punch right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and we got a special conversation for you. Anime Talk presents a conversation with the creators of God Punch. I'm super excited. We got Patrick Thomas and Yin Hall. How you guys doing today, man? Who and bro, man, just chilling, enjoying this weather change. Who? So, okay, so wait, you from the booth? Like, I see it in the background. I'm gonna talk to you about in the story. You had Lafayette High on there. I caught, I caught it. So, how how close y'all to me? I'm in Lafayette. You don't have to say where you at. No, no, I'm from Nagarish. Okay, real. I'm right on I-49. Okay, bad, bad. Because I'm when I when I saw Lafayette High, I was like, you gotta be. Somewhere around. Oh, somewhere. Yeah. I don't I don't been to Lafayette a couple times, bro. I, I love it out there. I got a couple people, you know what I'm saying, out there, a couple friends. So yo, had had a couple parties I went to at UL. I, I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> you look, IE man, shout out to the cages, but glad to have y'all here. And I think I want to start this by I want to ask both of y'all individually. So once one of y'all answers, the other one can go. What originally made y'all say, hey. I want to write manga or I want to draw manga. What, what what originally got y'all in this this art form? Hmm. So when I was coming up, right, you know what I'm saying? Like I used to watch like all types of anime and shit. So you know what I'm saying? Of course, you know, we used to draw, you know, anime characters are trying to draw, but we color on black, you know. Um, but after a while, you know what I'm saying, you 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 grow up and you realize the, the lack of re- representation. And you know what I'm saying? After a while, it was like, damn, you know, I'm tired of drawing Goku, you know, and making him black because I know, you know, it'll never be real, you know? But what if I do something that is real, you know? What if I do something that's original, you know? I don't have to go and, you know, and color, you know, these already existing characters black, you know, when I know that it's something that'll just never happen, you know? Well, I can make my own. And so it just kind of started, it kind of started from there, honestly. What about you, Ian? Yeah, uh... Honestly, I got into, I mean, I just watched cartoons in general when I was younger. And then, with, you know, you, you start watching Saturday cartoons, you get introduced to like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, you, you start watching those enough, then you get into yeah. some other actual anime. Like, I, I'm not saying Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! are not anime, but they're kind of like the... The starters. You know, your entry you level. Toy, you know, you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of get introduced to that style Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll determine, I guess, whether or not you get deep into it. So I got deep because I, I wanted to go watch a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then, of course, my, my dad was into like old school, you know, cartoons and stuff. So I got introduced to like Thundercats and 
Voltron and uh, Robotech and stuff like that. So I had introductions to anime through that. And then of course, going to people's houses because we didn't have cable at the time. So I'd go to people's houses and go to, you know, Toonami come on and what would come on a Toonami Dragon Ball Z, you know, like, yeah. Uh, I don't even, I don't remember what all would come on at the time. It just depends like, on what, it what just depends. Yeah. They, they had Dragon Ball Z, they had Zoids, they had Zatch. Oh yeah, no, Zoids was my shit. Cow- Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy yeah, Bebop, Bobo, yeah. Cowboy Bebop. You know? Oh, uh, Ultimate Muscle. Ultimate oh. Muscle, they had what? Oh, what, a, yeah. what a deep cut, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, bro, they had, they, they had Outlaw Star. Outlaw uh, Star is another good one. Yeah, they had Trigon Tri- in that same vein. Trigon, yeah. Then when it started coming on at late night, you know, they used to put Inuyasha on there. Inuyasha, always. You wake up at three in the morning, you hear that OST playing, <laughs> you know, you know, time 13, y'all go get in the bed. But I like what you said about not seeing characters that represent your own, Patrick. And I think that's big. Like, And I think that's one of the reasons why you see things like Black Panther succeed so well. You see things yeah. like Shang-Chi succeed so well. Because people want to see themselves in characters. They want to see, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, some form of representation. It's not that like- Representation matters. Exactly, exactly. So is this uh, each of y'all's first story? And I'll start off with you, Ian, since I, I started off with Patrick the last time. Uh, is God Punch our first story? Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I had a ton of stuff that I worked on beforehand, but never like completed anything. Gotcha. I, I was the type of person where I would jump from project to project, from idea to idea, and that was why I could never get anything done. So God Punch was definitely the first thing that I finished, like completed a full chapter of. Um, but when I was younger, like I was developing, my, I had been developing my own series since I was in like middle school, high school. Um, and I still have some like on the back burner in the chamber, I'm, yeah. In the chamber, yeah. <laughs> Patrick, was like, I, I talk yeah. about them all the time. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot. Like I got about four or five just sitting in the back burner, waiting to get, you know, get started on three or four more ideas for more. Exactly. So yeah. So we will have no shortage of you know content. Yeah. But yeah, God yeah. Punch wasn't the first one, but I, it definitely was the first one that I finished, finished. a full chapter of. Yeah. What about you, Patrick? No, bro. Um, this one was my first one that you know I, I really sat down and, and tried to flesh out. I did a lot of um, I do a lot of fan fiction though. Um, so, so that was kind of where like I guess I, I shaped a lot of my creative juices and you know I really honed some of my writing skills. Um, I did a lot of fan fiction. I used to. Uh, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> pause you and ask you what you fanfic. I gotta know which which yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I have a Batman fanfic. I had a Teen Titans fan fiction. Hard. I had a Teen Titans fan fiction, and then I had a One Piece fan fiction as well. Who is your Titans? Because, like, I think that's key. Like, who is your Titans? So really? so this was, like, before I got deep, deep into superheroes. So it was, like, you know what I'm saying, the one that used to come on uh, Cartoon on TV? Network. Got you. Yeah, yeah, it, it was that one. Now, eventually, you know what I'm saying, I started reading comics more, and I found out, oh, all right, they deep, you know? But, yeah, it, it, it was that one right there. Okay. Bet. Oh, and you are a big One Piece fan. So, where did you where did you take it? We gonna we we gonna get to God push the good stuff because yeah, I got yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of questions. Where you took it? <sighs> oh man! So with the One Piece fan fiction, bro, um, it was me and my cousin Ken, right, who's also on our team. And so it, it started off, you know, what I'm saying like we were we were slaves on this island of Kaido, 
And, you know, say so we were manufacturing, like we were slaves, but now, you know what I'm saying? Like I learned about smiles. So I'm like, we could say we was manufacturing smiles. Smiles, yeah. But, but pretty much Kaido, you know what I'm saying? He pulled up and he, you know, he annihilated our whole village. And my, me and my cousin, we were the only two to survive. And so he kidnapped my sister. And that was the fan fiction. He kidnapped my sister. I don't know why he kidnapped her, but he kidnapped her. I was young when I wrote it. But um, the goal pretty much was to get revenge on Kaido and become the world's strongest man and to get my sister back. And you so did this I, before, before like the shit that happened now popped off. Yeah, yeah. That, funny enough, like get revenge. Like funny, funny enough how yeah, things funny, happen. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think I want to say I did this fan fiction back in tw- it was like 2016, 2017 when I did this. And so I might still actually have some of the notes on my phone, but um, it was just consisted of like me going around the world, like assembling a crew. Um, I had my own double fruit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it was dope. And I actually had um, a good friend of mine. She's a painter. Um, she painted, like, a portrait of, like, the crew that I came up with. Okay. And that's then my Ill. dog chewed it up. My dog chewed it up. Oh, no, that's not ill. <laughs> I, I, bro, I was, oh, dog, I'm still sick when I think about it. Because, like, I gave her, like, all the descriptions. I paid some good bread for it. And, like, you know, oh, I hung man. it up. And when I moved it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, you moving stuff, you just sitting stuff everywhere. And bro, I leave to like go get something to eat, come back, portrait just tore up all over the floor. Yikes, 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 yikes. All right, let's, that, that breaks my soul. Bro, I was, I'm still sick when I think about it, bro. <laughs> I can only imagine. So let's get to God Punch. Um, mm-hmm. So first, first question. How did the concept develop? Where did it start? Did it start off with you and you and Ian having conversations? Did it start off notes in your phone? Did it start off as, as sketches in his in his notepad? How did it how did it come about? So I had God Punch drafted up whew, years before I met Andy. You know, um, I want to say yeah, I, I started coming up with the concept around 2015. Um, it, it started with a dream that I had where, you know, I was introduced to my guardian angel, which just so happens to be Michael the Archangel. And I don't know, I just saw kind of playing around with concepts. I'm like, all right, what if I wrote some? I've, I've noticed that in a lot of anime, like they always write about demons, you know, but it's yeah. never really about angels for the most part. So I was like, so what if I flipped the script? Um, so I kind of started fleshing. I started playing with some ideas, but I wanted a cool ass name as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted something that was catchy that could roll off the tongue. And then I remember I was watching Toonami once, and this was when Yu Yu Hakusho was in the lineup, and they did a preview of Yusuke saying "shotgun," like when he was uh, like when he was fighting Goro. And I was like, "Man, that sounds catchy. What can I shotgun? God punch? Oh shit! Wait, hold on. I think." Oh shit, we can go with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna let it cook. And so um uh, I started playing around with some ideas and like eventually I started writing, you know, scripts. Um, and you know, I let like some of my friends in like anime group chat see them, you know, like just to get their opinion on it. And like after you know, they were like, all right, chapter one is cool, so where's chapter two? I'm like, oh shit, I know you want more. I bet. Well, let me find an artist, and then that's when me and the end they met. So Ayende, talk to me about when you come in. How how did you feel about the story? What, what what were your thoughts? Did like the characters instantly come to you when you when you read the first chapter, or was it like, let me sit on this for a bit? 
Well, actually, um, I, I don't even think I did. Did you give me the first chapter or did you just give me that that commission? I think I, I, I think I asked you to do the commission and then I let you read the first chapter of G. Right. OK. Yeah. So I didn't even know what the story was really about at the time because he found me on Twitter off of like one of those, you know, resharing artist yeah. work post type thing, you know, for people to uh, to hire. So um he hit me up about the commission, which became the, you know, the first, uh, the cover for the first physical chapter of God Punch. Um, and so I did that and I just kind of, you know, he's already good. He was already good with like descriptions and stuff of like what the characters were going to look like. So it was very easy for me to like visualize, okay, these are the, the descriptors he came up with. And this is how the character looks like based in my head, based off of what he came up with. Uh, and he loved it. So then like, what was it uh, uh less than six months later it was probably like five months because it was may yeah. he hit me up again to ask if i wanted to come right on that was right before i graduated college yeah mm -hmm. um back in 2019 so um yeah i read the first chapter i was like this sounds dope you know like i've i've read a lot of you know work that people are like i want to make this into a manga and i'm just kind of like and, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's like you know, it's it's all right, but it, it it don't really catch my interest that much. It's it's very, it feels like a very like standard copy paste shonen or something you like that. You got Naruto ballsy, yeah. right? Exactly. So, um, God Punch was like cool. You know, it was right up my alley in terms of like because I already was like I like to write. So reading his stuff, it was like, okay, he's trying to like he, he got some originality up in here. You know, like. This is some. This is a solid cast of characters. This is interesting to me, you know, as a writer. So, I definitely, you know, was like, "All right, let, let's see, let's see what we can do with it. Let's see where we can go." That's what's up. That now, now when y'all in the first three chapters that are out now on webtoons, I'm gonna put the link in the description. Did you write all that, Patrick? Did y'all collab on any of the writing, or was it you handled the writing, Yin handled the art? Yeah, it was all me. I do the writing. He does the artwork. Even though I be wanting his opinion on the writing, I'm like, nah, you got it. You know, because like, because I'm the type of person I like. To, I want to be a fan, you know, first, yeah. before, before, so because like, I'm just like, the artist. I got like so. fifty chapters that I've written, and I'm like, bro, like read it. He's like, no, no I don't want to read it. All right, all right. <laughs> so yeah, so I, that's kind of how that's how our partnership works. Like with God Punch, you know, what I'm saying like I do the writing for the series, and he does the illustration. But, I mean, he got, you know, creative control to do whatever he want with the artwork, honestly. 100%. Now, I must start asking you about the series itself, because, okay. of course, I took some notes. Of course. Talk to me about the character Cam. I love the relationship with Cam and Percy. <laughs> that was, like, one of the first things. Like, when he when he snitched on him on the low, I was like, oh, yeah. he did it. But I understood that as, like, the big brother-cousin relationship. Yo. You just got to – you look out for him, and, and it might slip in conversation with, with grandmoms. It might, it might it might accidentally come out. So Yo, talk to me like, just a little okay. bit about that about the Cam character. So, again, you know what I'm saying? Like – representation matters, you know what I'm saying? But I think another thing that we don't talk about is like actually being able to relate to characters. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted people to be able to relate to the cast, you know what I'm saying? Like I know a good amount of people, you know what I'm saying, that were raised by their grandparents, you know? And so uh, that's, a, that's one aspect that I want to incorporate. You know, you got a young black kid in the side, you know what I'm saying, being raised by his grandparents. And then, of course, you know what I'm saying, like, you got that cool-ass big cousin, you know what I'm saying, you know, like, he, he, he involved in everything, 
Yeah, you know, he don't like, want you know, involved in it. He don't want you involved in it, you know? And so, you know, he, he, he'll he fuck with you. He'll pick on you from time to time. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, he all big cousin always got your back. You know, I had some big cousins like that, you know, coming up. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm a big cousin of some kids like that now, you know? So I want people to, to, to read it and be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Well, damn. I remember when my cousin, you know what I'm saying, you know, kept them niggas off my back, you know, when I was walking down the street when I wasn't supposed to be, you know? So I, I, I really wanted to be relatable. And then, you know what I'm saying, Percy, you know, he's an only child. And so, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I wanted him to have that, 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 that big brother figure. Got you. I got to ask, because you from the boot. Did you name, yeah. was Percy's name anyway inspired by Master P? <laughs> <laughs> so I had a partner that he ended up, uh, he ended up coming up with the name Percy. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I, bro, I had fleshed out God Punch so much. You know what I'm saying? I had almost got to the ending with what I wanted to do with it. I still don't know what I want to name. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so like coming up with the name is hard. You know? Because like once you come up with the name, like that's the face of the series. You know? Yeah. Like you know, it's your franchise. You know? So um, I had a I had a homie and he was like, well, "Won't you give him Percy, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a real, real dignifying." I was like, well, "But Percy Jackson's like, no, 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 his name Percy is. We gonna name him Percy Volta. We gonna give him a real regal name." But then I was like, "Damn, Master Pedo." He was like, "It's perfect." It is no like it when is I perfect. When it I heard perfect. when I saw that, I was like, "Man, he from the boot." I see the Lafayette. High. Yeah. It made me like it more. Like it, it's <laughs> already a good story, but because like the I again back to what you said about relatability. It's there, yeah. like it's like a, a, a black kid growing up in the south in Louisiana. Like, I, I relate to Percy, so it was it was great yeah. choice all the way around. Now I'm gonna add, I gotta I'm gonna go to Yen. Yen, what was it like coming up with the design for Doctor Sylvia Bain? Ultimately, oh, that, that, yeah, that that was that was fun because I mean, like I said, Patrick got the descriptors already kind of set out in a in a in a word doc. Um, so I kind of had a little bit of an idea of what he wanted. You know, I, I asked a couple of extra questions like, you know, what color is this? What, you know, uh, what is this technically supposed to look like? What were like, what were you thinking when you described this type thing? And then from there, it was just like, yeah, like I, I, I know what this lady is going to look like, you know? Um, I like, I love badass women characters, like in anime and, and just in general, not even just anime. Let's just let, like, not even overall, just, anime, yeah. just in general, like a badass woman character that can fight and throw hands and just don't take shit from nobody, but is also fine as hell. Mm-hmm. Them kind of characters, I, I love those characters. So I was like, that's what Sylvia Bain sounds like. So, yeah. I had to go ahead and and I love that she had know. the suit, the fro, everything just yes. about it was just was, was perfect. I had to give it a fro, had to give it a big hair. Absolutely. It, it worked perfect, man. Let let that yeah. black girl magic shine through. I, I feel yeah. you. Now, now, this is a question that I I I I, I don't I almost hit on the ma- master P. I kind of hit on it. I think I'm yeah. hitting on this one. Is the monster in the first two chapters anyway inspired by the disaster, the the dastardly kids from down the lane and kids next door? If you ever saw the anime version of yeah, I remember, yo, I remember. No, 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 no. That's funny that you bring it up, though. Oh, so I was kind of like researching demons, you know, Mm -hmm. like it was was one. You going to me and uh, Yende's Google search, you'll see some wild stuff, you know, for inspiration. You gotta look Um, it up. You gotta read, just read it. Um, for some reason, I wanted to incorporate um, 
something from Chinese mythology for like my first antagonist. Mm-hmm. And so I did some research and I found out um, uh, about a Chinese snake demon that they call Zhanglu or Shanglu, maybe Shanglu, but um, it's a nine-headed snake demon that has the faces of humans. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I was like, that might be kind of hard to incorporate, you know, for 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 a first antagonist, you know, for a demon. And so, of course, you know, I wrote it in there. Um, I came up with the concept to have them all connected and to have, you know, different personalities, you know, kind of fighting for control and bickering with each other. And um, I pitched it to the end. He, he brought it to life. Hell yeah, it worked out perfect. That and that yeah, was yeah, crazy. No. I didn't even. I thought I thought it was like, man. I- I said maybe maybe it could be off, but it's crazy it worked out that way. So then the next one I got for you is just talk to me about Percy uh, or as much as you can. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, yeah. About and this is spoilers for people who haven't read, but like I read the first three chapters, they out. I read it. Yeah. I got asked. Percy, that, that little bit of demon, that little bit of demon energy, because we yeah. heard the Zanglu say it. It wasn't, it wasn't all the yeah. way angelic energy. It had a little bit of demon come out. Mm-hmm. What's up? With, what's, what's going on with that, man? What's, as man. much as you can tell me, as much as you can tell me. Much as I can I, tell without, me. Without, without spoiling, where we going? Man, what can I say without spoiling? Because I don't want you to do, because because I know you excited. Are you? Yeah, I yeah, want you to spoil yeah, it. Yeah. Well, you sound like me when I get on podcast. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say that's not what spoilers? What can I say that's not spoiling? Um, he's got an ability. That's all I can say. Okay, okay. We he's, just got to wait and see. Yeah, he, he, he's got an ability that gives him some abilities. Okay, man. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to wait on that one. Now, we fleshing it out though. We fleshing it out. I already sent chapter four to the lab for him to draw. You know, so 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 we finna get that cracking. And chapter five just got finished last night too. You know, okay. finished editing. So so we finna send that up as well. Any any idea release sometime next year? Sometime this year? We anything? Nah, we you know we trying to get done by soon. Okay, okay. See, yeah, I wasn't... but then, like like we're we're in the process of like actually getting extra hands to work on stuff uh as far as that's like, a fancy way of saying we got assistance y'all got, y'all got a team now Hell yeah. Yeah. so it's trying to expand the artist team so it's not just me working on everything uh and that way we can get content out faster so um yeah we as soon as i'm done working on what i'm currently doing which is the finishing up uh blade titans was our you know our second series when i'm done the, with the first chapter finishing that up um I'm going to dive into chapter four and have my assistant, my first assistant work on uh, backgrounds for that. So we should have chapter four out sometime, yeah. maybe like the end of this month. Ooh, I'm hype, oh, cause mm-hmm. I reread it again today for y'all for the yeah. interview. And I was like, man, Chap- I, ca- I'm in, I'm I kind of need to know what's chapter- going on. I'm excited about chapter four. I won't, I won't spoil anything, but like that's when you kind of get into the lore and the world. And, and you, you can see Sandro. that the lore's there, like not to cut Yo. you off, because like, because it's just as as a fan of what y'all are doing, it's like, okay, how does like does Sil- does Sylvia Bain tap into this angel energy, which she's tapping into? Like, Yo. where's this coming from? Like, do, what does this have to do with? Like, are we gonna see other angels? Is is are, is any way he gonna tap into his mom's energy? Is that a thing? <laughs> That's just me speculating. Theory. We just. I'm just excited, excited nonetheless of what you guys I mean, have created. Bro, I'm excited to put it out for real, man. Like, I, I love seeing it come to life. I love putting it on paper. Um, I love shipping the hard copies out. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it, it's, I don't know, it'd be crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we started pulling up to anime conventions, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you actually get recognized, you know, it's like, oh, shit, all right. <laughs> That's kind of dope. But that's living your dream. And and, and tell people just, because everybody out there, they ask, how do I do it? How do I get started? How do I do this? How do I do it? Anytime anybody asks me that about podcasts, I'm like, I, I can't tell you what podcast you're going to create because it's your own voice. You just have to go do it. Yo. So what's your advice to them as a writer, as an artist, for those out there that, hey, I have a story in my head, but I want to get it out. What should I do? Uh, the first step is actually putting it on paper. And I know that sounds kind of simple, but putting it on paper is the first step to bringing it to life. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people be like, oh, I got this great idea. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, all right, well, have you written it down? Well, no, nah, why you ain't wrote it down yet? You know what I'm saying? You want to bring it to life. You know what I'm saying? That's the first step, you know, putting it on paper. That's the, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the first step you're taking, you know, to putting it out there. Um, after that, man, uh, one question I, I always get from a lot of people, they have trouble, like, just coming up with, like, I guess, like, the world. Um, when it comes to world building, I always tell people, you know what I'm saying, well, you know, think about your main character and think about, you know, some of the things that you want them to go through. You know, kind of, like, go out and then come in, you know? Or you could always start from the, from, from the end. You know, you might have an end game, you know, for your series, but you don't know how to get there. You got Z and you got A, but you ain't got everything else. In the between, so just yeah. work. Yeah, work backwards, you know? Like, if you know you want your main character to be this great king, you know, all right, cool, well, how did he get there? All right, well, you know his last opponent. Tell me a little bit about his last opponent and where he come from. Oh, cool, he got a brother, but his brother all the way over there? Before you know, you don't went from Z to G. Yeah. You know? And so, there's just so much you can do, but it all starts with putting it on paper, man. Yeah, and what's your advice for anybody out there that's trying to be an artist and, and draw manga, comics, whatever it may be? Um, shoot. Uh, I won't even, I won't even answer that just as an artist. I'll, I'll, I'll go further and answer that as just a creator in general. Gotcha. I'll say, um, have influences, right? But don't become the influence. Okay. Like the, you love Naruto, right? Don't become Kishimoto. Don't try to become Kishimoto because you're not Kishimoto. Okay. You're you. You have your series and your style and you may be like, okay, well, I like Kishimoto's style and I like this person's style. Well, okay, study their techniques, but don't try and copy them, you know, verbatim, you know, exact, you know, style, whether that's writing, don't, don't try and copy. Just take what you like, make it your own, okay? So, and, and that's, is, you know, further from that, Take your influences from everything that you enjoy, not just anime and manga, because a lot of times, and well, we see this, you know, if you're, if you're a, you know, a, a true, like deep anime fan, you see all the, you see the inspirations, you see, you the, see, tropes, you see like, the inspirations, like it's Oda is every, a fan of Greek mythology, Western, right. like you, like you got to look at everything around mm -hmm, you to exactly. create a world. Like when, that's great advice. Right. Horikoshi, you know, Horikoshi, he's a fan of, of, of superheroes, you know? Western, yeah. He lo and he loves Spider-Man, you know? So yeah. you got you see the preview of Deku swinging like Spider-Man with Black Whip in the movie. You know? Exactly. So, so yeah, you're he, he right. Uh, become a student of fiction, you know? And non-fiction, too, you know, of course. Right. Yeah, because you can take a lot history, from... Like, 
You history. can take a lot from history, yeah. exactly, and make allegories yeah. to things. And we see it mm-hmm. back on Titan. You see it with Gundam. You see it with yep. shit, uh, the, 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 the thing that's on Netflix right now. I know it's not animated Square, yeah, or yeah, manga yeah, yeah, with yeah. Squid Game about how yeah. it's representing Korean police, whatever's going mm-hmm. on over there right now. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm just not educated on it. But that's that's to that point. That's that's what that is. So where can they get God Punch at? Where can... And also, where, where can I buy it? Like, I want to support you guys. I want to give you guys uh, some some um, some compensation for what y'all have given me. Those are three great chapters. If I if I want to support y'all, where can I support y'all at? Besides just going to the web too. Uh, go to the website. Um, website's got everything. www.studiomaho.com. Um, we really love it. I love that website so much. Again, they designed it. But um, go to studiomaho.com, man. You can read all our series there for free. Um, you can buy merch that we have there. Um, you can buy the books there. You know, we got links, you know, uh, where you could, you know, purchase your books and we'll ship them out to you. Um, so the website's got everything you need. You can listen to all our other podcast interviews. You can learn about our team. Um, we, we got everything on the website. So definitely go to studiomaho.com. And then that's M-A-H-O.com. Hell yeah. Make sure y'all go check that out. Nah, Studio Maho. That, that, I'm assuming that's y'all studio, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's us. What, yep. what, else, what else we got on the hood? If, if anything y'all can share, what else we got? I heard he finishing up chapter one. It was, was coming up. It was, was popping. So, it was percolating. So- so let's see. So we got chapter four, you know, so we're going to start working on that. We might try and get chapter five out pretty quick, too. Um, we got a booth at Anime New York City, you know, so you could. So if you're going to be in, you know, saying, listen, you're going to be in New York for the convention. Come holler at us and, you know, we chop it up with you. Um, we got a few collaborations coming up that we can't really talk about. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we, we got some stuff, you know, that with some other creatives, you know, that that are. Uh, on a similar path to this that we're about to launch, you know, and so um, I, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, try to think. Then we got Blade Titans dropping. You know, that's our That's what I was waiting on. We got the Blade Titans coming. We got the Blade Titans coming in a couple weeks. So yeah, we we always busy, man. We, we a synopsis of what that is because I know you could do a synopsis without spoiling. Like just what what, what should oh, the yeah. people expect with Blade Titans? Well, if you're a fan of Mecha series, just just know it is okay. a mecha series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a mecha series that features a black female main character. Uh, well, let me say black and Japanese. You know, I don't, okay. don't want to erase the other half of her heritage. But um, yeah, so you know, it's like a the idea was born from just like a random thought that I had, which is like, what if ancient swords were keys to giant mecha? You know, like Ooh, you say no and, more. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'm ready. So that, I'm, that I'm, was I'm like, in. like if that was the pitch. Like if I just, you know, went to a meeting with somebody and they were like, "All yeah. right, give me like a one sentence of what how you came up with this." That's that's how I that's came up with it. That's so, awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got Blade Titan. We got God Punch. Look, if you are listening to this, you should definitely get on board to the Studio Maho Wave. Go to their website. Support, support. I'm about to buy my physicals and support the fellas. They make great, great work. Real quick, the, we get to, we did the business. We took care of the business, got the website and everything that's out. Let's talk just just some shops so people can get to know y'all. Favorite anime and manga, Patrick, then to you, Yin. That's favorite not anime. your own. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Favorite anime and manga. Let's see. Uh, definitely one of they, And they could be two different ones because you have a favorite yeah. manga that's not... This is you. true. This is true. 
So favorite manga would probably be One Piece. Favorite anime might be Naruto. Okay. Um, I'm actually reading Tower of God right now. So I'm on a, I'm on a binge with that. It's a manhwa. Uh, it's also on Webtoon. So I'll, I'll throw that one out there as well. But definitely, definitely those. Naruto and, and One Piece. You caught you know, up on One Piece? Oh, of course. Hey. Look, hey, look, hey! It's it's I, up, I, it's, it's up right now, it's man. Up. It's, it, it's up it's and up. it's stuck. Like it's up, my dog. man, my man, Luke. Look, y'all said Yamato was that man. Don't get me started. It's we, not. I'm not gonna spoil nothing here. Yeah. Luffy, that guy. Oh, I'm gonna have to bring you on for for like one of my One Piece videos. I do. Hey, just bring to, me on for the One Piece chat. Just bro. to talk just shop. Yen, what, what's your favorite anime and manga? It could be the same. Could be different. Whatever you got. It's tough. I my mind is always kind of like fluctuating. But one of my constant favorites that has never changed is Steinsgate. <sighs> Great, huge Steinsgate fan. In fact, that that got me into like going to read up on actual time travel theory and stuff. Like I love that show. Um, as far as manga is concerned, oh, it's tough. Uh, I was I, I'm a huge Bleach fan. I'm gonna say that um, that was like that was actually one of my biggest gateways into like getting deep into anime, like in high school. So I might say I might have to say Bleach is probably my favorite manga. But Jujutsu Kaisen is kind of it's gas. It's gas. It's getting up there. That's that's one of the ones where like I haven't I haven't wanted to like really collect a manga in a in a minute. But every time that drops, and that reminds me, I, I got to go pick up the new volume because it, it should have came it out did, by yeah, now. Yeah, I think it just dropped. Um, volume 12, yeah. So, Mine just came in today. Yeah, I'm going to go to the bookstore tomorrow. Yeah, I, I got all, Since, since we're talking about it, I've been so busy, I forgot. So, <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's what I'm collecting. So I won't even I won't even read it online. I'll just yeah, I'll wait for the volumes to come out. One of them. And hey, fans out there that's listening, I, I just want you to know, Yin just said he likes time travel, so if you see a story with time travel coming, that's... Oh, we got one. From. We got one. See? There we go. There we go. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just being a detective, like, trying to theory craft in my head, like, you know, where, where's God Punch gonna go that? But that's the fun of it. I can't wait till I can make a God Punch after Chapter 4 comes when I drop the review of it. I'm gonna make, like, a Chapter 4 is video. when the thing... Chapter 4 is when the thing pieces start. Okay, I'm right. excited. I'm chapter, excited. Yes. Chapter, Chuck you you definitely gonna have to watch it and just be like, nah, fam, you ain't you ain't yeah. cool. You ain't I ain't gonna But awesome. Okay, favorite superhero to each of y'all. Yeah, you can start us off. Oh, dang, that's tough. Uh, I don't want to be generic and be like, oh, Black Panther, but I do love Iron Man. I'm a huge Iron Man fan. As much as much as I hate Tony Stark as a person. I love Iron Man. I love the idea of in the like, MCU toned him down because comic oh, Tony Stark is oh, like yeah. was all in. Asshole. Yeah. He was a straight ass. Yeah, uh, yeah no, but I I really like Tony, and I I might be biased because my dad had some original like I think '80s Iron Man comics that were still in the okay. sleeves that he let me read. So I that was like one of the first superheroes I really got into their comics. So yeah, that's hard. What about you, Pat? Uh, as far as Marvel goes, it's definitely Spider-Man. It could be either one. Yeah, I got so I got Marvel top one. I got DC top one. So Marvel is Spider Man. Uh, I used to have dreams about Spider Man, bro. Like I, I goddamn love me some Peter Parker, bro. Um, I know so Miles Spider- Morales must mean a lot I, to you, then. 
Yeah, oh, of course. I got the Miles game on the PS5, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I can't wait till, till Spider-Man 2, yeah, Spider-Man 2 drops uh, with him and Miles and Venom. Um, as far as DC goes, I'm a huge Batman fan. I've always been a Batman fan. That's me. I'm a Batman fan. I see the Flash, and I love the Flash, too. You know what I'm saying? Flash got one of my favorite storylines, you know what I'm saying, in general. You know, with the flashpoint, but yeah, I, I I love me some Batman, bro. I'm excited for that Pattinson movie. I hope it's good. Oh, I hope it's good, good. bro. Uh, from what I've seen, it looks it solid. looks good. It like, looks solid. It does. I'm, so. Fingers crossed. So Yo. okay, so we got y'all. Okay, favorite movie in general. It doesn't have to be superhero related. It could be just in general. Life with Martin and Eddie Murphy. Oh, what a great. Wow, didn't expect that answer, but what a great life, choice. Life, that's, it's timeless, dog. Like, when I had kids, like, we finished sitting and watch Life together. That's a, like that's a that, good one, yeah. That's a feel good. A, I mean, uh, it was in prison, you know what I'm saying? But it's timeless, you know? Watch that with my moms. Yeah, 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 it's, it's timeless, you know what I'm saying? You got an all-star comedy cast, bro, like, yo, yo. That's a good one. What about you, Ian? Favorite movie? Damn. Uh... Movies are so hard. <laughs> I don't even know if I have like a top movie. That's so difficult because I, I just like all different kinds of genres. Uh, What's one that means a lot to you? It doesn't have to be your favorite. Just one that means like a lot to you. Well, I was a real big fan of like when I was actually allowed to watch it. I was a huge big fan of uh, The Matrix. Um, so I'm definitely excited for this yeah. new one because I'm like, where are they going to go, man? Because yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to lie. The first, the first Matrix is by far the best out of the three. The second and third was like cool, but it was like, eh, you know, yeah. what I'm saying like it was, it was, it was falling off a little bit. So little hopefully this fourth one can kind of revitalize the franchise because um, I love you know existential type movies like that. You know, what's real and what's not. That okay. I love that kind of stuff. I'm excited for that new Matrix. That's gonna be a good one. Okay, and then uh. Two more questions, and I'm going to get y'all out of here. If you could go on vacation anywhere, where would you go? You want to go first in the I went first in the last one, so I'm going to let you go. All right, then, fine. Um, let's see. I just, I actually just got back from the Dominican Republic this summer. All right. Um, and me and my girl, we're going to go to Jamaica next year. So we might, I'm, I'm going to say Jamaica. I'm going to say nice. Jamaica. I ain't been in Jamaica, but I am planning a trip to Santorini in 2023. Cool. So I guess... Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Santorini with my chest style, listening to Rick Ross. You know what I'm That's saying? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so if I had to choose, you know, my girl won't go to San. My girl won't go to Jamaica. I'm gonna go to Santorini. You know what I'm saying? So we, I'm gonna go to Santorini in 2023. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna do it. You definitely gotta wear the open button up. Let the chest open yeah. with yeah. the chain. You know what I'm saying? In the cigar. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, that's all. That's right. it. I rock with that. Ian, what about you? Uh, I'm basic, so I'm going to just say Japan because I, hey, I've, I've always wanted to go to Japan and I love, I love, I just love the culture uh, and it's beautiful. And I feel like if I actually went, like, I already love the culture and everything, but if I, and, and I'm, you know, I'm writing stuff with Japanese culture in it. I'm like, if I go to Japan, I feel like I have so many more ideas mm-hmm. just based off of what I experience you know? like when we go we gotta spend some time we gotta go for we can't we, gotta, we can't go for less than a, a week right absolutely every time i talk about going i'm like i want to make a pilgrimage because that's how it feels to me like yeah. like i love the and not just seeing of course you can see the city stuff that but i want to go walk like paths of samurai and see like, yeah. like actual cherry blossoms and things so like 
I definitely feel you on going to Japan. That that and to to people like you two, I know that means a lot to y'all in yeah. general. So yeah, for sure. And then the final question that like I ask everybody, and I want a different answer from each of you. This is not just a a group answer. If hmm, how how am I gonna do this one? Okay, so all right, yeah, I'm gonna do it like this. I, it's it's a question for each of you, then a, then a combined question. So the question for each of you. Patrick, how do you want the Patrick Thomas movie to end in Yen? How do you want the Yende Hall movie to end? And then the question for each of y'all is together, how would you want the Studio Maho movie? If if we're if if I'm watching a Steve Jobs type movie, we at how would you want that movie to end? Hmm. Um I kind of got the, the 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 same answer for both. Um I don't want my movie to ever end. Ooh, I want to, I want to create something that allows people to remember me forever. And I find feel immortality like, through that. Feel you. I want to find immortality through my content. You know, um, and I want, and my content is obviously Studio Maho, and I want Studio Maho to live on forever. You know, and through that, you know, I'll live on forever. I get yeah, my physical body may die, but you know, I'll have a presence in this universe forever. Facts. Yeah. I rock with that. Yeah, and how do you want the Yende Hall movie to end in the same thing? How would you want the Studio Maho movie to end? Yeah, it's hard because we're we're the we're the founders of the same company. So it's kind of yeah. like we're on the same path essentially. Um your side of the movie can end different though. Like you can have a like, little bit. I got so I got a little bit different, you know. Um so I'm not, you know, you I'm have not a gunfight in yours. Like you're like, I trust you on my art. I'm like, like you, I, I go John I've heard, style. I've heard you know, different answers. Like one person told me straight up, she was like, oh yeah, the movie's gonna end, it's gonna cut to black, and I'm dead. And I was like, oh, what a what a sad movie. Real creative person, though. Like, I was like, wow. So yeah, you could you could you could do whatever. I'm definitely the type of person like I, I have a similar answer in terms of I do want to find immortality through my work. You know, like I have so many stories to tell. I feel like there's no way I could tell them all in my lifetime. Like, and if, I mean, like the ones I have now, yeah, I'll get those, I'll get those told, but like, you know, I'm, there's still going to be more stories that I'm going to come up with as I get older. And I just want like, I guess this is kind of part of the combined question because for me, I want my legacy to be like, these guys were like the standard for, you know, they, they set a precedent yeah. for how you create series with, you know, diverse characters and relatable characters and these unique stories, you know, um, without, I guess, feeling like it's, you know, either tokenism or, you know, these stereotypes and things like that. Like they set a precedent precedent for the industry. Like you can be a black, you know, manga creator, um, and I guess succeed to the same lengths as, you know, like a, an Oda or a Kishimoto or something like that. Like our stories have the same amount of, I guess, power and, and influence and, and eventual popularity as, as series like that. So like when people talk about Studio Maho in the future, after, after we've like, uh, we've gotten old and, and we've, we've, we've chosen our successors for the company, you know, like, like, yeah, I want to create something like Studio Maho did, you know, all these yeah. series, we, we just don't miss, you know what I'm saying? That's all. That's, 
Oh, we came up with the slogan, where the magic happens. Where the magic happens. As so hard. You know, I thought of one question while I asked my final yeah, yeah, great yeah, question, yeah. but okay. I, this is this is really the last just because I felt it's necessary because y'all both love Western comics. Y'all love manga. Is God Punch a manga or is it a comic or does it matter? It don't matter as long as it's good. Facts. I like that. that is facts. Yeah. Because. Uh, I was gonna say I debated with calling myself a mangaka for the longest, you know, because I know you know how some people feel about it. But all my friends are like, nah, nigga, you a mangaka, there's a man. Hey, 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 I'm gonna put it out there. You call it what you want to. It's one of them things where it's like you'll never hear me publicly speak on it. Got you, because you're inspired by both. It, it, yeah. it really doesn't. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I, that's why I wanted to ask just to see how y'all felt about it. Awesome, man. Thank y'all so much. Y'all, y'all are amazing. I, I love y'all's story and y'all are really cool dudes. Tell the people where they can follow you at on social media and we can start with you, Ayende, and then we can go to Pat. Uh, Twitter is Yen underscore designs. Uh, Instagram, Kokujin Creates, K-O-K-U-J-I-N Creates, but with a K. Um, that's basically it. I mean, we got our official social media pages, uh, Studio mm-hmm. at Studio Maho on Twitter and official Studio Maho on Instagram. Of course, the website, studiomaho.com. Mm-hmm. So y'all make yep. sure y'all go follow them. And I'm gonna have the links to all this stuff in the description as Yo. well. Pat, tell them where to follow you at, man. You're a for great me, follow too, by the way. No, I, appreciate, I appreciate it, bro. Uh, for me, you can follow me on IG at God Punch Pat is all one word. On Twitter, you know what I'm saying? You follow me at Gumbo Goon, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and they gave you the plugs for everything else. You know, please check out their website, www.studiomaho.com. Uh, yeah, man, thank you for having us, bro. It was, it was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. I'm yep. glad. I'm glad y'all really enjoyed Y'all stay tuned and be on the lookout for Chapter 4. Y'all check out their website, and then y'all have a good one. Until the next time, we have another Anime Talk conversation. This is the guys from Studio Maho. I want to shout out to Pat and Yin. Incredible conversation. I love God Punch. Thank y'all for coming on, y'all. Make sure y'all go follow them on Twitter. Check out their manga on Webtoons. It's for free. Check out their website, Studio Maho. Like I said, I'm buying merch. I got to get me the hardcover of God Punch. Need that collector's item to put it on the shelf. But, Krissa, would you think of God Punch the first three uh, chapters? I love them. We're not going to spoil them too heavy because we want people to go read it, but Boy, do I love some of these characters. Yeah, I will say, um, I really do. I really do like the first three chapters. I read the first chapter a while back. I love that it has uh, Lafayette High in it. Like, that's Yeah, hard. for sure. Like, Lafayette, I love the, the fact that they shout Lafayette out in that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I love the fact that it's not, like, um, trying too hard to be, like, Japanese manga. It's very American. It's its own thing, yeah. And it, the thing I like about it being super American is that it, it spills a lot of culture because, you know, it's it, it not just very American. It's very Louisiana. That shit is very New Orleans because just the fact that, you know, you get the first chapter, he's opening up talking with his grandma and he's, uh, he's ma'am, yes, ma'am, very polite. Uh, I don't know if other parts of America even talk like, like that, that, but it's and then very you got respectful. The big cousin looking out for him. That just feels big like looking, feels very, like some family shit. Yeah, it did. I love that. I love the character Dr. Sylvia Bain. That's a badass black lady, man, with the fro. I love it. I love how she dressed. I love the powers of this. If you're not reading God Punch, I strongly, strongly suggest reading this. This is our Anime Talk Creator Spotlight. We're going to be doing more of these conversations with mangaka that are up and coming creators. We want to put highlight on some of these. And to me, the first one to do, Studio Maho, is the perfect group of people with Yin and Pat. 
they and then they have something else coming out. So be on the lookout for that. They talked about that in the interview. So just follow them, Studio Maho and StudioMaho.com. Check out all their stuff because we got to support these, these underground creators. They support us. And plus, they're Black creators. We got to get more Black voices out there. Facts. And it's just really good content. Like, I'm, I'm a sucker for, like, uh, chapter opening pages. Like, just, like, chapter one. Like, you know how sometimes they'll do a spread. Sometimes it'll mm-hmm. just be a chapter opening page. And chapter two opening page is just it's iconic beautiful. to me. It's still, Wait, it's do you, you remember that monster in there? He said it was from uh, in the interview. He talked about it being based on a Chinese uh, yeah, monster. A Chinese name with an X. But do, when you saw it, do you remember? Because uh, I asked him if it was this. He said no. But do you remember Kids Next Door, the disasterly, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dastardly children from down the lane? You remember yes, when sir. they had the anime episode where there was the monster with the six heads? Where yeah, they, they had the Goku human head? I remember that shit. Bro, doesn't that doesn't that creature look like that? I asked him if it was inspired by that. He said no. But that's what it reminded me of. It looks like it low key, but it looks a little bit more uh, horror influenced, like a little yeah. bit more twisted than that. But it definitely looked cold. Like I ain't gonna lie, I liked it a lot. I liked, I liked the whole, the whole fight. And uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but they had like a car get crushed, reminded me of some Chainsaw Man. Kobe and the powers were crazy. Powers were definitely crazy. I love seeing the uh, like the sparkles and the stars and shit in the in certain specific parts of it. I'm I'm trying not to spoil too much yeah. shit, people. I really want but, y'all to go read it because yeah, uh, it's, like, it's a really good manga. That's enough really of that. Because, like we said, we don't want to spoil anymore. Y'all go check it out. It's a great manga, comic, webtoon. Like they said, whatever you want it to be, that's what it is. I know what it is. It's great. Shout out again, Pat and Yin. Y'all go check it out. God Punch again, studiomaho.com. Follow them on Twitter at studiomaho. Now, Krista, let's get into the review section of the show. Before we get to any of the anime, we promised the people we would talk about Chainsaw Man because I finished. Krissa, boy, mocking was a bad bitch. The control de- devil. Ooh. Oh, uh, spoilers. I-, I just spoiled something, but this is spoilers. You can skip ahead, look for the timestamp and skip to yeah, we the anime this. reviews. Uh, spoiler, this alert spoiler, alert. Alert. spoiler alert. Chainsaw Man review. We're spoiling. Um, be sure to if you want to watch the blue period review, the uh, the what else we reviewed? Platinum in or the tact review. Just skip past this. Click the freaking uh, timestamp. But mm. now, spoiler alert. Makima's the control devil? What the fuck? Yeah, that, that shit is nuts. She's OP With her too. chains She's coming out of her coochie? What was she doing? Bro, just them fucking, <laughs> like, them fucking, the hand signs she would do to just fuck shit up was super crazy. I still don't even know how that honestly works, but it's cold. It's a cold power. And then how they had all the different places of the world have their own devil like the united states being in charge of the gun devil felt so real fuck mm. america oh. and it's just it, it's <laughs> it's just like chainsaw man uh the reason why i love it because it's changed my fucking life as far as a manga reader is in the past few years the main things that i like about it is you know it's a great aesthetic you feel me the time and place the art style the, is great art style is amazing it's set, in the set in the 90s late 90s it's uh, it's just such a, it's such a. I hate to say that, but it's like a vibe. You feel me? Like it you, is. You, it's, it's a fresh easy to fall air. into. Like you fall into it, and once you're in, it's like a roller coaster ride that it takes you on a crazy ride. I you will don't know say, where it's gonna go. I wish they could explain the ending better. I had to, re- like you told me, read it a couple times to get it. I had to read it like two, three, two, three times. Read some mm-hmm. some synopsis of it as well. That's when I fully understood the ending. I give Chainsaw Man about a seven out of ten. Seven mm-hmm. to eight out of ten. I think it's gr- I think it's good. I don't think it's great. I think it's really good, but I don't think it's mid. I will not yeah, say Chainsaw not Man is sure. mid. 
It is good. And I enjoyed it. My favorite character has to be power. And when she killed, when Makima killed power, I wanted to cry. Yeah, the thing with Chainsaw Man or, or Painsaw Man, as, as we like to call it, you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker it's has pain. pulled so many characters from us. They it killed uh, Himeno, mm-hmm. killed Aki. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Aki. Aki was ass. cool, but he man. He became the fucking gun devil fiend. Now I can talk about it. Dude became the gun devil fiend, pussy ass. Ugh. Oh, that was, it just, that it was just crushed Dingy. It crushed him. That's why. And, and I, I saw my man Jay saying in the Discord, it wasn't Aki's fault. Aki didn't do nothing wrong. Yeah, he didn't do nothing wrong. His bitch ass was weak and got controlled by the gun devil. Fuck that nigga. All I know is it's, just, it's a crazy ride. It's a crazy roller coaster. But shout out to Kobini. I'm sad she died. Did she die? I, I thought she did. She might not have. She may have. I don't remember. But I know for sure she has like the shit worstest look. So I don't, I wouldn't be surprised. But let, I haven't read the comments. I may much. be wrong. But uh, I know for sure this is just great characters, great art, great story. Even though the story wasn't as tightly knit as it could have been, I do like some of the open endedness of it. Like I do like some of the mystery shots. I'm ready to come back. Power. Because uh, Makuma's certain- power gets transferred to that girl. And now, mm-hmm. which now, Dingy got to look out for. And there's other characters too. There's characters that survive that will play a key role in the next. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. I forget homie's name, but he's like around Dingy's age, and he's got like the uh the the black the black hair. But uh, I feel like he's gonna be another main character. Which one you which which one you talking about? Ah uh, shit! I saw a fan art of both of them together. Let me look. You're not talking about Keisha B, even though he did. Keisha B still alive. No, no, not him. But I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna play a a. a, a uh, part. I want to say he was around the the katana the katana devil arc with like Santa and. Is that you, you're that not shit. talking about the uh about uh about the um the the me, the, the, uh, the devil that's the the shark devil huh? No, Beam dead. Beam yeah, out I of thought here. so. Beam is gone. Rest in peace, my nigga. Beam. Yeah, spoiler, I thought with Beam. He was one of my favorite Beam, characters. He's a hard body, ride or die type of dude. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I, I gotta go to my uh the anime list and put. Oh, wait, up the no, Kobini still Kobini still is alive. Yeah, I'm, I was about to say I'm pretty sure she made it. I, I want to say I was seeing people in the community talking about how they were hyped to see her back. Uh, yep. Is his name Aldo? Is it Aldo? One of those brothers, right? Oh, okay. You talking about the um the the no, fucking the the, the fucking American brothers, huh? I want to say, but they they're alive now. Nah, yeah, they're they still are. alive. Yep. And uh, there's a there's a few characters that people have been speculating they're going to come back. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to see a, a new main cast of familiar faces, but faces that weren't as important in the first cast. And the, the little girl character, that's the Makima Rebirth. It's kind of a reference to one of Fujimoto's one shots from a while oh, back. Oh, OK. Uh, Nagu, Naguto. I don't remember. Nayuta. Something with an N. Uh, yeah, Nayuta. Sure. That's her name. Nayuta. But I know for sure it's a um a reference to Nayuta, old uh, old demonic entity type character like uh there was like this big brother character in one of fujimoto's one shots that's watching that little the little girl with the horn and shit and she was like eating fucking dead animals and shit and people was like kill this bitch it's, I, I, it's been a while since i read the one shot but i'm definitely intrigued to see how it, it all ties in because i think fujimoto just a visual storytelling genius and he's still leveling he's still leveling up like if you read look back it's so wait do you think power is gonna come back from the blood devil we are not 100% sure what how power is going to No, I say we just being like, I'm in the a community. Like, yeah. I'm in a Discord. I'm in a fucking group chat on Twitter. I'm <laughs> Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man, everything, bro. 
but I'll be seeing people with all kinds of different theories about if power is going to come back or if she's going to come back. Will she be power or will she be a new character? Like will she be the blood devil. Yeah. Yeah. Like how Makima would a blood devil get passed on to Denji or whatever, whoever. I don't know what's going on with what's happening, but all I know is I'm here for whatever. Cause I'm not, I'm yeah, just I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose power, man. She was the best. Fuck Makima for killing her. Yeah. Makima, Makima is a goaded villain, but, but at is the same Makima's time, like, whole thing wrong like she just wanted to create a world without the devils she just went through it by killing a lot of people so she killed a lot of people but, the but same did she time, kill she didn't kill normal people though she killed well yeah i guess power she did is so kill evil normal. bro control is just such an evil power bro yeah. it's like one of those things that is just not one did of those she kill average citizens good. did did my uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of there was a lot of citizens yeah, that died yeah, I so. hand, bro yeah, I killed so. a lot of niggas there was that fucking that scene where she was in front of that shrine or whatever it was, and she yeah, was just offing autumn, niggas, bro. Like, autumn people, yeah. She killed so many people. Now that I think okay, about well, it. yeah, no, Maki was evil. Even if I was about to say her goal to rid the world of devils it has good intentions, but like you said, I'm overdue she was trying for to, a chainsaw man re reread. She was trying to control everything and and kill people to get her goal, and she just didn't do it the right way. Yeah, I I know you like I'm, I'm about to reread Chainsaw Man just to be fully. I'm ready for the, the anime to come back, but there, yeah. there's so much gems in there. Like Fujimoto is not one of those mangaka that's going to explain things to you. Like no, when you, you read Hunter Hunter, you need those, that whole Narrator. chapter with that exposition <laughs> to be like, this is Nin, Nin does this, Nin does that. Fujimoto just like, these niggas is devils and fiends and shit. I'm not explaining shit. These motherfucking powers is nuts. Like just. Whatever you be, think of it, that's how it is. They expect the. Unexpected is expected. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. like with these devils and these fiends, none of their powers, not powers, Makes but a lot sense. of their shit isn't really explained. It's not like yeah. the villains stop and they're telling you, ah, I am the something fiend. I do this with my this. And they, they just attack you. And it's like niggas will die on the spot. Like the whole bomb devil arc with um with Reze, yeah. bro, I didn't know what the fuck was happening as I read that. At first, bro, I was sitting there like, oh, Denji's about to get some ass. For, yeah, for getting Denji all hyped up, getting some my horny, My horny MC was about to get, you know what I'm saying? My horny MC was on some goaded shit, you feel me? But she was like, <laughs> and the thing is, this is up, in, up to question if she really was about to run away with that nigga or not, because she was dead ass. She could have been finessing him. She could have been dead ass. Like, let's, yeah, I'll fuck I, with you. You feel me? me? I see the innocence in you. Yeah, part of me thought she was serious. I think she low-key was, because even when Denji stopped, Denji was like, man, you still want to run away? Like, we can run away. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, nigga, I'm going to fucking kill you. Got to kill your ass, dog. It's a wrap. <laughs> but just her power was crazy. But she didn't explain that shit. She just started blowing up on niggas and yeah. fucking shit up. That shit was a crazy arc. That's probably one of the craziest arcs in the whole mod, one of my favorite arcs. But it's either that or that Santa Claus shit. Santa Claus shit was nuts, too. I wonder if they're going <laughs> to, like, when not they went to hell. Up, I wonder if we're going to get the fucking the weird orgy that, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if we're going to get that. I wonder, they're so, like, Rob- I wonder if they're going to the stump them in the nuts scene. Like, I want to see how far they're going to go with this with this chainsaw, man. We're going to get an uncut version, probably. We're going to get an uncut in a, in a non-uncut. They got a scene where these niggas double team stump on a nigga's nuts. And I'm sitting there like, I can't believe and this is break, bro, I, canon. I, I, uh, this is a gro- this is a gruesome anime, too. It is. I'm shocked a, Shonen Jump put this out as Shonen Jump, this, and this is not this saning. Is super saning, bro. Like, it's, yeah. it's Shonen. But it's like pushing the limits and pushing the boundaries of Shonen. And I really like that because without Chainsaw Man, you don't get things Don, like da, Hell's Paradise and Don Don and Spy Family. It's pushing those limits to where you can get these crazy stories. Because I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer put their feet in the water. 
Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen Demon Slayer was like, we're gonna get real grotesque with these demons and these kills. Cause if you remember Demon Slayer, nigga, they was killing them. Like I, I first started seeing Demon Slayer was sick and demented whenever they was in them, that spider field killing off them random students. I was like, boy, this is fucked up. I like this is not even cool no more, son. This is just wrong. And in Jujutsu Kaisen, son, so many niggas died in the first season. And we about gruesomely. to get to Shibuya. It's about to get crazy. And this is just ramping up that violence, ramping up that yeah, gore, yeah. ramping up this the story with the sex and the Shit, story. My just... hero just had its dark version when with with everything in the manga, and that was like I was like, wow, my hero insane even for a bit. Yeah, somebody they were talking about oh the hell trio, like you know how that niggas <laughs> were saying the big three. They try not to say the new big three so bad. They was like the hell trio is my hero, Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man, and niggas was like my hero ain't. Fuck, this is the Hell's Trio, and niggas like read the manga. <laughs> and some yeah. niggas like, no, son, put Hell's Paradise. I'm with niggas. Read the manga, baby. <laughs> bro, I, I, I've been seeing it, bro. But I'm, I'm just glad that you know the new gen. It's like, killing. You know, there's no, there's no big three, but there's a bunch, a lot of shit, and that's there's like the the. The big three in me, I'm not saying the big three, but my favorite three out right now is like, you know, not favorite three, but taking over the world is my hero, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man is about to be number four. You feel me? Black Clover's up there too. You feel yeah, me? Black Clover's up there for me. There's just a lot of and shit then, going then on. And there's right the now. new shit like Undead Unluck, the Don the Don, uh, Togan Aiki, Kaiju number eight. I got Eden Zero up there. Like, yeah, niggas is saying all these series is ending. Like all these series is ending. So like we're about to get a Hell's Paradise anime. You feel me? But uh, Fire Force, we're about to lose Fire Force in the manga. You feel me? That's but we still got up, multiple but... seasons though. That's the good thing. Exactly. But Hell's Paradise ended in the manga. Yeah, it did. But we're about to get the whole season CBN of that. Ended. Man ended. Demon Slayer ended. But the thing is, we're seeing all these new series open up. Like, I don't know if you have a peep Auto Man, but that's like the same. I heard about it, yeah. Bro, it's so cold. If I was you, I'd wait because it's only chapter nine right now. Is the mech? Is it no, it's not mech, bro. It's oh, it's superhero scene shit. It's sane and superhero type shit. It reminds me of uh ah, shit. It reminds me of something real, real, real specific. Like not parasite, but it reminds me of my new shit. My my new shit is in Shonen Jump, man. Red Hood. I'm loving. Loving Red Hood and Kaiju number eight, and I'm praying Red Hood doesn't get the axe. The Red Hood fan base had a fucking scare of the axe, but I think we, it might be I, safe. You never I know. Think we safe, baby. Y'all dodged the, the bullet. Undead yeah. Unluck is not looking too good. Though. No, I Undead Unluck is safe. I know it's safe because I follow the letterers. The letterers okay, is safe. Undead Unluck selling well. It's you know Niru, why I really think a lot of these it's Nero that's about to get the axe. Hopefully, cause I don't fuck with Nero. I can't <laughs> yeah, even catch these. And I've never read one chapter of it. I've I read one that. chapter. It wasn't good. I fuck it was the artist. I really do fuck with the artist. It's just not my bag. It's not, not my, my bag, bag at all. Nope. But uh, I know for sure niggas was mad when Candy Flurry got axed, but I didn't really care. Get I'll tell you one thing. P P P P P. That needs to go into. <laughs> Go to Jump Plus where you could do that shit online and nobody, you know what I'm saying? The niggas who fuck with it could fuck with it. But and get, get that hardboard shit out of the, cop out of here, nigga. If we're gonna oh, if y'all trying to that ended. Oh, okay. Hardboard cop ended. To, to, to be fair, you need to get Robocop out of here too. Robocop. I shitted, I shitted on hardboard cop and it's, dolphin. I enjoyed it. And I read it and it was hard. And then I got to the end and it crashed and burned. But it was a good, That's... it was a good three quarters. You feel me? 
but it's one of them ones like zombie powder. Like I'm gonna love it for what it was, but we never gonna get nothing more. Get Roboco out of here, niggas. Fuck with that. Though. See the thing with Roboco is I fuck with Roboco because it, they say it's a parody type shit. Now I like seeing the shit on Twitter. Like it remakes the Jujutsu Kaisen volume cover. It remakes the My Hero volume cover. Get them niggas it's basically here. the Family Guy of Shonen Jump right now. You feel me? <laughs> they, they need a Gintama. You feel me? But uh, send but that, that shit to fucking Jump Plus. Like yeah. Jump Plus is online. Less like to me Shonen Jump. The, I want to say it's 10, but the 10 manga in Shonen Jump right now are in fierce competition. Fierce mm-hmm. competition. And they're always axing and bringing in new. And if you're going to keep bringing in new shit that you want to last, get the ones that you're skeptical on or that are risky and put them in, you know, Jump Plus. Because I'm sitting there like, okay, I love Blue Box, which is the romance, uh, uh, basketball and badminton you know, romance sports manga. And it's very wholesome, very innocent. But if you know anything about Shonen Jump, wholesome and innocent don't get you in the top 10 when shit like Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, fucking Mashal is all still booting up. Undead Unluck, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a great story, but how I'm, we're only in like chapter 30 maybe, but it's one of my favorite series out right now, but it might get the axe if it, if it doesn't like maintain its excitement, which is hard as hell for anime sports. Like, uh, it's already hard enough for a sports anime to maintain, you know what I'm saying? Maintain popularity. But a sports romance in a shonen magazine, hard. it would be better off on Jump Plus where it doesn't have to have the fear of being axed because it's competing with the nine hottest manga of the new generation. True. Like, nigga, hottest manga of the new generation, bro. Like, you just Kaisen, yeah. Undead Unluck. This is like game-changing manga for the new gen. Like, we didn't have that shit back in the day. We had Naruto Bleach and, and One Piece. And that's it. Is it? So, we had a couple other things, but let's get to our fall, our fall preview where we're reviewing our shows. Just letting y'all know, continuing onward, we're gonna re, we're gonna review Platinum's in. I think we'll stick with Tact for a little bit until we can't do it no more. Demon Slayer <laughs> will come on in December yeah, until we got too much gas to review. Yeah, Demon Slayer is gonna come in December. Chris will give his thoughts each week on. The movie. Well, I'm not reviewing it, but Chris, we're going to review it in December for sure. But for right now, it's Platinum in Tack and Blue Period. We're reviewing Blue Period. We have to. Blue Period is great. all my Demon Slayer shit is another room, nigga. You Blue Period me. is great. So what you want to talk about first? T- tell us about Demon Slayer, because I'm not watching no recap. Well, we, we can kind of talk about the 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 shit that we're not going to really review. Like, have you been watching anything from the new season aside from the shit? That, I was waiting. I was going to let you do that. I'm looping the third. I, I'm waiting for it to get to Amazon because only episode zero is out right now. I watched the first half of episode zero and then I stopped. I'm like, it's, I want to watch the, you know, the real thing. Yeah, the real deal. But uh, that looks cool. It didn't look bad or anything. But for sure, just to, you know, lightly tap on it, I will be watching motherfucking Comey Can't Communicate just oh. to see what it's hitting on. I'm going to give it the first few episodes. I'm going to let y'all know next episode if it's hitting. I haven't watched the first episode yet. But uh, have, have, did you watch Miracle-Chan? No. <laughs> so Miracle-Chan, that's one I definitely got to give a nod to because that's one of my 8 out of 10 shows for the series so far. But I watched the first oh, two okay. episodes, 8 out of 10 for me. It's uh, on the horror I read the manga. The ghosts look very grotesque and actually scary for a horror manga. Oh, wait, I think Jay very... told me to watch this. And the only reason why I didn't is because I was watching fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, Violet Evergarden. Wait, is Miracle Chan on Crunchyroll? I think it is. Let me see. I want to say it is. It should be. How you spell it? Me, uh, M-I-E-R-K-O. M-I-E. M-I-E-R-K-O. Let's see. And then Dash Chan. 
Oh, that okay. That shit. Let's see. Oh no, it's not on. It's not on Crunchyroll. Is it, is it Funimation exclusive? Maybe. I think so. It might be Funimation exclusive. I'll be watching a lot of shit on Funimation too. I'll be watching Sunny Boy and shit. Yeah, I think it is Funimation exclusive. Okay, well I'm gonna check it out. Tell people what you I, think about. I'm it. not gonna lie, bro. That bitch hard. When I watched, when I read the manga, the ghosts are super grotesque, and it's actually visibly uncomfortable to look at them shit. I'm not saying that I'm scared. I'm not scared of no fucking book. Like, yeah. like a page, you feel me? Because uh, with, with Promise Neverland, it's different because you get the jump scares. And uh, with shit like Phantom Seer and Don Don, the ghosts and the demons and shit are very unsettling and grotesque. But this is different because it's supposed to be like, I don't oh, want to say psychologically. Yeah, this is where she can see the, where she ignores the dead P. Okay. She ignores, but this, I, from what I hear from the manga readers, because I've only read like a, the first volume, but from what I hear, it gets serious later on. But we're in the, you know how the first arc of oh, you yeah, the show is very slice of life. Yeah. It's very slice of life right now. It's very comedy. Oh, so she's going to start fighting them. I don't want to say it's etchy, but it's a little bit provocative as far as some of the shit that they, they do. Like one of the ghosts was a pervert ghost. <laughs> you know how that goes with Japanese yeah. comedy as far as whenever, whenever it says comedy on the Japanese shit, I just expect etchy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They don't automatically mean etchy, but I just know that sometimes they will not say etchy. They're going to say comedy because they're not going super far etchy like panty shot shit. But they're definitely, oh, look, it's horror slash comedy. The ghost grabbed titties like mm-hmm. <laughs> on the second episode. But other than that, the whole the whole show wasn't that. That was just one quick scene from like a slice of lifey episode. But uh, I-, I suggest anyone who's a fan of horror and a fan of comedy to watch this because it hits both of those those scratches very well. Like as far as uh, if you watch the first episode, the first 10 minutes will have you sold. OK, so I, I got to say Mirko Chan is one. Digimon Ghost Game, another fucking Halloween scary scaretober. You know what I'm saying? Iconic. As far as Digimon goes, if you're not a Digimon fan like you, I would suggest you watch I it. I started for sure. the first one. The, gotta you gotta get to the end of the second one to know if you're gonna be in for the season. Because at the end of the second one, I feel like that's a good spot to where you, if you don't fuck with it, you just don't fuck with it. Well, I'm in the, the first. I'm, episode, I'm in the first. I'm in the first. No, no, no. I'm. I'm. I started the first season of Digimon. Oh, you started the OG Digimon. Yeah, the first season. Well, that's hard. I fuck like, with it. I'm on episode five. First two seasons, first three seasons, first four seasons. I honestly fuck with all four, but the first three is essential and the first two is like bare minimum essential. But this one has nothing to do with that one, kind of. Like they have callbacks, but uh, so basically without spoiling anything, um, this show is going to be a Digimon series with no main characters that we're familiar with where you don't see a lot of the main cast of Digimon that you saw, but it's going to be referencing old Digimon you may have seen in season one, you may have seen in season two, may have seen in season three that were just out and about, like Digimon you know of, but weren't a part of the main cast. Mm-hmm. And you, you're going to see those return as ghosts, okay. but hologram ghosts. And each it's going to be kind of episodic, like Slice of Lifey, but every episode you're going to deal with a different ghost from what I'm seeing so far. They're, they haven't finished introducing the main cast and the main three Digimon that they're going to be using. It's going to be a light work cast compared to your usual Digimon, like mega ensemble cast. But um, as far as the main character, he's pretty cool. Fuck with him. Fuck with the whole uh, concept of his father being super into technology and his father getting trapped in digital world. Like, just... I'm, it's not spoiling too much because it's episode one, but it's basically like his dad is the reason why he gets his first Digimon and he's I think through the season, he's going to try to find his dad, get his dad back into the real world type shit. But as far as the ghost aspect of it, very good at being unsettling and kind of capturing horror thriller. You feel me? As far as as far as Digimon could do, 
I feel like they, they capture that really well. And then they capture the heart of Digimon really well too. Cause the Digivolution you see in the second episode, if that shit does not sell you on the rest of the season, I don't know what will. Cause that shit was badass. Like that's some hardcore shonen action and not on no Pokemon type action. This is like some, some God tier Digimon OG. I feel like they bringing back them good vibes again. Like me and Otaku guy going nuts every Saturday. Like every Saturday we going up on the timeline, spoiling <laughs> shit for the whole fucking timeline, bro. Okay, is that good? good? And bro, now, if you know it's... anything about Digimon, the past five episodes have been dog shit. Not uh, episodes, uh, seasons. Okay. Atmon, what the fuck are they doing? Fusions? Fucking, uh, what's the one with the fucking, they tried to bring Agumon back again. Savers? Oh, hot ass, hot garbage mm-hmm. water. I don't know what these motherfuckers was thinking. Toy, they got their shit together with they this. They got it with this, okay. Now wait, you said the Max I Am Warrior? What happened? I am was the, was the next one called the mech anime you said Otaku I told you about? Let me look. Cause Is I, it I main warrior at the borderline. Ah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I don't even remember the name. Is that because I, I, I don't think I, I don't think I know the English name. Is it new? Oh, it's new new. It's on Funimation, two episodes. I want to say it's Crunchyroll. Oh, Crunchyroll, okay. Oh, Platinum Men episode two just dropped. I gotta peep that. But oh, you didn't watch it? I watched it. Oh, I'm a You watched episode two? Yeah, I watched it. I did. Nigga, I thought just one was out. No, the second one is hard, nigga. Oh, nigga, I gotta see that. <laughs> episode one was nuts. We're gonna talk about that in a second, because episode one was fucking nuts. Uh Kyo Kyokai Senki. Oh, okay. Ky uh K-Y-O-U-K-A-I-S-E-N-K-I. Okay. And that's gotcha. cool. It's some mech shit, some slight work Gundam shit, some comedy shit. Nothing too special. It's pretty cool, though. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it's, it's cool, but that's not what I'm going to be watching the season. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be watching Miracle-Chan. I'm going to be watching Demon Slayer. But, oh, no, I didn't watch the second episode of uh, Platinum, and I thought I did. Okay. I think that shit just, just dropped. Yeah, it, just, it did. Okay, but cool. I think that's, other than the other shit we're about to review, I think the that's only it? other shit I watch, I want to roast it. I got to get this off. <laughs> we were talking about we were talking about CGI and anime. So there's a there's a popular manga from I want to say Weekly Shonen Magazine, the same manga from Eden Zero and Tokyo Avengers and Taganaki and shit. I want to say it's from that maga- magazine. I'm not 100 sure, but it's called Tesla Note. It was a manga I read a little bit of, and I was like, this is a lot of exposition. This is a lot of shit that I would rather see in an anime. Mm. And then I was excited for that anime this season because the manga looked very promising and it looked very interesting. And I'm in. I'm very interested in real life shit involving Nick, uh, Nicholas Tesla, you know what I'm saying? And just mm. the history of Nicholas Tesla and how they're going to incorporate that into this new gen sci-fi anime. But they work. had to go and make this shit look like a fucking PS2 fucking cutscene. <laughs> I got a rag on these niggas. So this is the worst shit I ever seen, bro. I'm, if you, if, <laughs> anime studios, I don't know if y'all hear me right now, bro. <laughs> but if y'all have learned anything from Berserk, if y'all have learned anything from fucking uh, X-Arm, Stop with this cheap ass garbage <laughs> PS2 CGI fucking 3D shit. So I just had to get that off before we get into the real review because <laughs> no, this I is the most you. disrespectful shit I've seen in a while. As hey, far as get your you, shit off, brother. I feels if that that shit pisses me off. So I know I know exactly how you feel. But when you I'm, adapt a big ass title, son, you can't do that, son. Mm-hmm. Nope, cannot. So I'm with you on that. All right, let's get to our reviews. Which one you want to start? Do Demon Slayer? Tell us about it. The first 26. It's 26 minutes, huh? You didn't watch it? No, I ain't watched that shit. I told y'all I wasn't watching it. I, I... So pull up the soundboard. Pull up the soundboard <laughs> and boo yourself right now. I need the booze. Because that first episode was hard, son. <laughs> Hold on. Hard. I got you. Let me find it. <laughs> Let me find it. Here we go. 
And you know why? <laughs> you know why I gotta hit you with this? <laughs> I needed the boo because <laughs> this is not recap from the movie at all. Oh, what is, wait, wait, wait. What is it, Krista? Tell it's us. It's basically. Is uh, it he, in the manga? Don't, don't make me, is it in the don't manga? Don't make me say it. What don't is it? Don't make me say it. <laughs> it's better than in the manga. It's anime original. <laughs> it is a prequel. <laughs> that to shit said is filler, movie. nigga. <laughs> but, all right. So. While we on the subject, all right, I have to tell everybody because I've seen a bunch of my favorite anime YouTubers go in on this shit just like you are. You know this what I'm shit is filler. Episode one of Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Don't Episode one and two of Dragon Ball Super was filler, but it was hard. You got to see Vegeta and Trunks go to the, the theme park and shit after Vegeta promised Trunks if he trains. That shit is ass. That shit was good. I'm not going to lie, but it was not. It was not copy Vegeta. It was not copy Vegeta filler. It was not Naruto, the last fucking hundred episodes before Shippuden filler. It wasn't <laughs> useless. It was very, this is this is my defense. Hear me out here. Okay. You know Tengen is my, my number one favorite. He is. I should be mad that I'm not getting that right now. You, yes, you, I'm furious. You know I want that more than anything. But my dog Rengoku, Oh, he's your dog to, now. <laughs> I used to look at Rengoku like he was a host. And I was like, this nigga is the worst, the worst Hashira, bro. I fuck with the Hashira that stabbed Nezuko more than him. And Let me I pull didn't on. even fuck with uh, Hanami, bro. Everybody put Arsanami. on your Demon Slayer capes right now because that's what Chris has on. Let's that's see. what I'm, I'm just saying. Like, look, Rengoku was my bottom tier Hashira. And when everybody who read the manga was like, oh, Rengoku, Rengoku, Rengoku. He was so hot at the end of season one. He we was. finished season one and we don't know what arc we're about to get into, but I guarantee you everybody that was reading Demon Slayer manga was overhyping Rengoku. I was like, this nigga is not even the best Hashira at all. Because I was already not. caught up with the manga. I was like, he's not even close. But I feel like he's growing on me a little bit more. He grew on me with the movie, <laughs> but I feel like he's one of those characters to where why should we care about him as much as we do in the movie? We don't get that much screen time with him. With the season, we're going to get a little bit more screen time with him, get to f get a feel for him a little bit more. We got some filler involving him and his dad, but we saw his dad for the first time, which makes me realize in the movie, we don't see his dad at all. You feel me? And a very key part of the Rengoku arc was the, the you know. Doesn't that happen at the end? In the movie, Rengoku says, go back to my brother, Tell my brother I love him, whatever the fucking shit may mm -hmm. be. But you know, they don't show too much of it. They have to show before we get, and this is a little bit into spoiler territory for the manga. I'm not gonna spoil too much. But before we get into the Tengen arc, we can't just dive into it. We no, have we gotta to go transition. Yeah, to, we gotta transition. And I don't want and I'm not hate, mad at that. But see, I would have hated for the season to start off like that. Cause you're gonna watch season one, then get to the end of no, it. No, and no, start no. Off see, with I'm transition. okay. I'm okay with them playing the movie, but I, I don't need this first film. Do your movie. I get why you have to do that. I'm not upset about mm -hmm. the movie. I, I understand you have to do the movie and then do what you're talking about. I, what's this first episode for? But see, Let's this is what I'm telling movie. you. It seems like filler, but it's it's transitioning from the, fir the first season to the second season. And I'm not going to lie. The movie is transitioning from the first season to the movie. Kind of the first season to the movie. Okay. But as far as as far as the first season to the movie, it's a crazy jump. And I'm saying this just off of the strength of me reading the manga. Uh, when I got to the end of season one, I was like, okay, can't wait for season two. When they announced it was going to be a movie, 
I'm sitting there like, how are you going to start a movie off that starts in the middle of an arc? You know what I'm saying? Like, but they, right did the well by, the they did it well by showing us they started right at the train. I fucked. That's how the manga man, was. They didn't. It, it was kind of like that, but it was a little bit. They had a little bit more meat to the story. You know what I'm saying, Paul? <laughs> but it was a little bit more meat to the story. And I find I love chopped, this Demon Slayer cape. I just find they chopped a little bit. Like, to, to be fair, I don't think you should be able to get off a whole manga arc in a movie. And I feel like they did a great job of condensing it but they really did condense that manga shit to where we do need like a lot of more exposition. Uh, but I, I think it comes it. towards the end though. I think all of that, and that's why I'm not mad at the anime. But they just don't finish it. They don't, they, they don't, I feel like we're going to get the movie. We're going to get those three, four episodes of the movie, but the but next I think three the, episodes. I think that's what's important. I agree with you with that. I think the before, like this stuff right now in the movie is mad. I think the moment the movie ends, is that when shit gets important? Like that, I'm not gonna call that filler because that's he, the in between. That's going to see Rengoku's dad. That's the swordsmith. That's everything that's important. Super important. But that's why I'm not mad at the first episode because the way that the first episode started and ended, it felt like an extension of the movie. Like it didn't feel like I was watching a filler episode. It it felt like I was watching the beginning of the movie, like the true beginning of the movie that they had to cut out so they could make it a two hour movie. You know what I'm saying? It, it really felt like it fit the, the the theme of the movie. It felt like a prelude to the movie, and I hate preludes. You know comments. what I'm saying? Get in the like comments. A, uh, Let us this know. Is, this is the thing, too. When you Should end I the first episode, this? the first the end of the first episode seems like it's going to transition into we're hopping into the movie, so we're not getting another filler episode where they're going to just keep winging it. it. It's like literally just a better intro. So the next the episode movie. is the movie you're telling me. Like, if you like the Mugen train no, 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 movie no, no, intro, no, 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 no. you're going to love Uh-uh, answer my question. Is the next episode going to be the start of the movie? Yeah, I'm confident in that. I'm, I'm thinking we're going to get the, the first quarter of the movie right now, 100%. Because the way the first episode ends... If it's filler. Like, what, what do you know about the Mugen train from season one? Aside from that they're about to get on it. That's all I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> But man, you don't know why Rengoku is on it. You know the kids are getting on the train. You see, I don't kids give a damn why Rengoku's Rengoku already on it. eating fucking cheese or whatever he's doing. You no, feel I me? know why Rengoku. And the mom didn't explain it. He going to try to uh give one of them uh going to try to kill one of them demons. But it basically shows him. Wait, they told the us train. that Chris at the end of season one. Don't do that. They told no, us. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did at the end of season one. They said they he may have said demon. It. They may have said it, but they didn't show it. You know what I'm saying? They, Y'all let us know it. in the comments. This is my. But bottom line is, it's not bad. <laughs> like when you when the first the first the beginning of the episode starts off, you get the theatrical music. Like it seems like they're throwing movie budget in it. Mm. You know why I hated the Dragon Ball Super recap season? Because trash. They fucking season five. I mean, uh, episode five looked like fucking hot oh, garbage water, bro. Yeah. That Goku versus Beerus fight, I never want to see that shit again in my life, especially the original version before they doctored it up and it still looked terrible. Trash. I never want to see that shit again in my life. It seemed like the whole first season of Dragon Ball Super was a watered down version of Battle of Gods. Yep. What I did like is they stretched a little bit of the comedy parts of the, the, the boat party, whatever, and they changed the setting of the party. But, but you saying like this it was kept unnecessary. the same budget. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, they altered the story for the season. This, I just feel like they added to it. They're okay. not altering it. They're not stretching it out. They're not like water whipping that bitch. They're literally going to give us the movie 
an extended cut edition, they're not going to give us a whole season of it. They're not even give us a half of a season of it. That's why I'm happy about it. Cause it's like, they're giving us a little bit more context to shit. So it's just going to, it's just going to make, especially to where. Until December. <laughs> until December, but it's October. We already mid October. It's October. What is it? The, if we already in the double digits in October, man. Y'all let us know Seven in the episodes. comments, is this nigga caping for Demon Slayer or am I harsh? Am I being harsh? If I'm being I, harsh, y'all let us know. I want to know, bro. I, I swear to God, everybody who rags on this shit has not seen episode one. Everybody <laughs> who saw episode one, even if you didn't think you was going to like it, I'm pretty sure you liked it. Right, the only thing I will it. say, the only bad part about it is the filler demon they had was not as cold. They had a as, filler demon? I don't want to say filler. I don't want to say filler demon. Ah! But they had a demon. They had a demon in there that I was not familiar with from the. This mob. nigga Rengoku fighting filler demons. <laughs> oh, this the bone hey. arc, nigga. Hey, <laughs> hey, no comment. Son. Watch episode one of Demon Slayer on Crunchyroll and Funimation. <laughs> Plug, man. I ain't gonna lie, son. No cap. As a nigga who wanted to hate this shit so bad, I love you. It. Did not want to hate this. Oh, I wanted to hate this shit so bad, son. I really did, son, because I, I want I want the Tengen shit, but I don't want them to butcher the Mugen train yeah, shit because that's fair. Like, I, like season one of Demon Slayer was iconic. You can't make Demon Slayer season two garbage. You can't. You can't make it mid. You know what I'm saying? And that's fair. And you can't just skip a big chunk of it. I don't think it's fair to skip a big chunk of it. Man, the one thing y'all better go I to Crunchyroll and Funimation, the Mugen movies there. Go watch The one that thing shit. I will say that pissed me off is that these, somebody lied. Somebody said this was going to be an hour-long, 45-minute episode season That's premiere. Yeah, it was 26 minutes. I saw that. This was a regular-ass Now, my question episode. to you is, see, you thought... 40 uh, hours long is the next episode. That's why I asked you, are we getting into the train? 26 minutes at the, the next end of episode, the episode, 23 he's getting minutes. on the train. Oh, he's getting but on the train. Okay. It explains so much and it had so much heart to it. It's like, it, if, did you if see it isn't Tanjiro, Canon, did you see Tanjiro Inosuke and Zenitsu when he's getting on the train? You saw them at the end of the episode. Are they getting on the train? I think they're already on the train. Okay, well then, yeah, we should be getting straight to the train. Okay. You see them at the, we're getting into it. We're okay. like the next episode, we're diving in. So I may not watch the next two or three. I might just to see if they add anything extra, but I don't care you about will. the extra they add. They're probably just going fucking straight you know scenes. You watch it. But the thing is, this was my big concern, right? Um, I was mad that they were going to turn a two hour movie into a six hour movie, but they're really just giving more context, adding more pieces to it, to where it's really like a director's cut extended edition okay. i'm one of them niggas who loves 40 year old version but the two hour the two hour version of 40 year old version is way better because you get so much more good shit you feel yeah, me you do. and my girl uh my girl this is unrelated to anime but my girl was watching uh she's been reading lord of the rings right and she read uh the first one and she wants to watch the movie. So you had to read up until a little bit in the second book to be able to watch the first movie with no spoilers or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, she watched the extended cut of that movie. If you know mm-hmm. anything about Lord of the Rings, they have Lord of the Rings endings. is a three hour movie. Nigga. That's a the whole three hour movie. The extended edition is four hours and some fucking chains. So wait till you get to the last movie. Watch, I'm telling you now, the last movie has seven different endings. Your girlfriend going to end up be watching seven different endings of Lord of the Rings. Huh, I have to King. watch that too because I the only one I watched was the theater version. I, my family will always the last to watch one. That every Return of the Christmas. King got seven different endings, bro. It's crazy. That's nuts. Like 
nuts. This, it's the same thing with Harry Potter. Like, I'm watching Harry Potter movies. Love oh, well, look, Justice League. They got the Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Uh, did, didn't they have mixed emotions about that shit on Twitter? No, it was the real, it was the first one, the original Justice League, the Whedon Cut, that was trash, and fans were begging oh, for the Snyder Cut to get dropped. Okay, and the Snyder Cut was hard. Yeah, that, yeah. It was all okay. right. It was like, but, but all I know is with Harry Potter, they didn't do this. They waited until the last movie to break it apart into movie part one, movie part two. But then books are so long, you can't condense that into one movie. Yeah. With Goblet of Fire, they I read so that much. when I was young. Like I read Goblet of Fire and it resonated with me because of all the scenes that they had. And they kind of they cut abridged. so much of Goblet of Fire. Yeah, exactly. And they 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 abridged certain shit to where it still flowed well, but it wasn't canon. And I feel like the Demon Slayer movie may have rushed through some shit that we could have gotten a little bit better to make certain parts pop more. Because if you notice about the movie, all these niggas' dream worlds were super cold. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And all their dream worlds were animated to perfection. But I feel like they may have been certain certain aspects of the plot and the story that were kind of rushed through to uh, focus on the beautiful beauty that you Euphorovo can make a movie out of. And I feel like we're going to get that. We're not going to get... The only way you will see me change my tone and get mad at Demon Slayer is if they change a pace or if they change pace in um, animation. If we see the shit start getting weak points or if we see them taking like... Like, you know how they had the Janitsu dream world, the Inosuke dream world, and the Tandaro dream world? Mm -hmm. If they end up making a whole dream world for each nigga episode, like a whole Tandaro dream world episode, uh, Inosuke dream world episode... I don't know how I feel about that. I might be mad about that. But as long as they stretch it authentically and not like making it watered down, I'm here for it because that's what I need. I need more context. Like when I'm telling you, bro, I thought it was going to be like a bullshit filler episode to where it was going to, because whenever you say we're getting the anime only first episode mm -hmm. and it's going to be non-canon and it's going to be Rengoku involved, I'm thinking they're going to give us some Goku, uh, Rengoku Mitsuri side mission or some shit like that. But they gave us context for what we're about to watch to where if you don't watch the movie, this might be better for you to watch than the movie. Because okay. I feel like, like that's that's how I'm looking at it. Not saying that niggas didn't watch the movie because it's the number one most watched movie in Japan and America. But all I know is if you didn't watch the movie and you were coming off of season one authentically, you feel me? This would be the perfect start to the season. Fair. But we're looking at it, and this is a good point. I feel like we're looking at it, or especially, you know what I'm saying, you, because you haven't watched it and you kind of like, I'm, I'm hyping it up. But I feel like you feel a way about it and I saw for Neverworld speak on it this way too. This is looked at as a cash grab. Yes. Whereas I look at it like it's just season two. The movie was the cash grab. They just, because there was no reason for you to make the Mugen Train a movie. That's but fair. Demon Slayer, the anime probably went so crazy that they was like already done with now, the movie of the I'm, season. I'm, and like, I'm, letting you know the movie. I'm letting you know now, if we don't get the full Tengen arc in this season, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. They, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed because because this you is gave not a 24 this... episode season. This is an 18 episode season, so Ex we're only getting 11 episodes. But just the thing is, the Rengoku arc was short, and the Tengen arc was only a little longer. So I do feel like with seven episodes getting off the Rengoku arc, you can give me you can give me 11, 12 episodes of the Tengen arc and get the whole arc done. Okay. Well, I don't want see, no skimping. I don't want you to make I, a movie out of the Tengen arc because you made a season out of the movie. Exactly. I want Tengen to get full respect and love that he deserves. Don't do my the, dude like that. As the best Hashira. Shout out to you, Tyler. 
He is the best Hashira. I don't want to hear nothing about Giyu. I don't want to hear nothing about Mitsurugi, uh, whatever her name is. What her hey, Mitsuri Kanroji is top three. Let's, <laughs> let's not do that to Mitsuri. She number she number two right after Tengen. <laughs> no, no, she not, though. Shout out to okay. my stone, my grindstone nigga. It's Ryume, the fucking uh Wait, yeah, I think his name is Ryu Made, a fucking rock dude, yeah, rock killer. Yeah, that's my guy. He goaded, he goaded. You know what I'm saying? I give him that. I even like the demon blood brother. You talking about Sonami's brother? Who cut, who cut, uh, who cut Nezuko? I like that nigga. Oh, I don't fuck with him. I don't <laughs> fuck with him at all. I fuck with the gun toting, you know what I'm saying? The brother, yeah, he hard too. I fuck but with the, him. But, but you know you fuck with that nigga because, wait, that's, let's, let's stop. Let's stop. Because I'm a take. I don't fuck with that nigga. No, you know you fuck with that. That nigga nah, do some cold shit with down the rock. line. I fuck with Giyu made a rock solid boy. Bro. He a baller though. He I even fuck with Igoro. I fuck with Igoro harder than him, even though Igoro uh, he went out like a bitch. Yeah, he, he went out like a bitch. I'll give him that. Uh, but <laughs> let's let's My move slime. to, to uh, Blue Period. We're only doing the first episode. We're going to talk about the rest in the next week. But Chris, I said in the beginning to see an anime where you see someone discover his purpose and find the love for painting, it felt like the first time I podcasted and found what I was passionate about. So I related to this. I felt this seeing him and his friends drink and watch the sporting game. I loved all of this. I love this anime. I do. I'm in. This is a slice of life that I'm in on. This is going to be the masterpiece of the season. And I think it's not going to be more so slice of life. I think it's going to, it's going to be more, it's going to feel like a a shonen or a seinen after a while, because I feel like he's going to go through these arcs where he like, he gets to these roadblocks and he has to overcome, overcome shit. I feel like it's yeah. not gonna, Trying to get into that. Be... Co- like he has a goal, like he's driven to get into the college and the top thing. I was like, Ooh, can he do it? He's just starting mm-hmm. to draw. He has to climb up this mountain. He has a sensei. Like the, the, the properties of Shonen are there, but I'm in it. I'm in it. And I do like the fact that his art is really good, but it's very rookie. It's very raw. Not, he's not yeah. fucking the golden art early but the, on. But the fact that he saw what he saw from that girl who mixed colors, who was like an all-star, and he made his own blue, I was like, ooh, that's some genius-level shit. In this, in the way that Dr. Stone makes me give a shit about science, which I would never give a shit about if not Yeah, Dr. I would Stone, never give a shit about art. That's a yeah. fact. This is one of these ones where, okay, you know I'm a Fujimoto stan, right? The only reason why I started shows like or started uh, manga like Hell's Paradise and Dandanana is because Fujimoto recommended them. And I'm like, he recommended them? Why? It's like, oh, that's my homies. They they came up under my wing. That was my assistants. And now they're making their own shit. I'm like, bet, say no more. I'm in. They, they helped you work on Chainsaw Man? Say less. This dude didn't help him work on Chainsaw Man. This ain't one of his protégés. He just said off the strength of him li- liking this shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, fuck with Blue Period. So I'm like, let me see what this is hitting on. There's no way this is... What is it about a mangaka and it's not it's about like an artist i thought it was about to be like a bakuna uh bakuman or bakuno yeah. type shit you know what i'm saying like uh you know some shit where a dude's discovering he likes to do manga but this is just a dude falling in love with art yeah and i didn't get it at first i watched the first half of the first episode and i was like man this dude's a douchebag the way he was talking <laughs> to that girl he was like you're pretty might as well go be a gold digger fucking yeah, you know what I'm saying? be hilarious. a hot pocket out here make you only fans or something you've been doing art and shit you're gonna be a broke ass <laughs> bitch the rest of your life you might as well make a fucking family or something saw, she saw through that facade he was just saying that because he was a people pleaser he never did anything for himself in his art and hearing people talk about his art that's why I brought him to tears because that's what he did for himself. And to see people love it, it's like, whoa, I can be myself and people still love me. And see, to get a little, to get deeper into that too, uh, when you see his home life, his dad looks like a real piece of shit. They didn't really show his dad too much. Yeah, his dad and like his a drunk mom looks sad. Like 
they kind of brushed defeated. over that. Yeah. Like his mom looks fucking defeated. He's like, look, I, I know, I know, I know, you know, we can't pay for this. Like just whispering that because like if the dad would have heard it, he might have hit her. That's the vibe I got. Literally. And not to get too personal, not to get too personal with my life, but I do see parallels and relatability because, OK, everybody not rich. His mom is like, look, bro, you can have dreams and shit, but I really want you to get a realistic job. That should yeah. be a dream to be able to make money because we broke as fuck. Like any broke household knows or any child that grows up in a broke household knows I can't be broke the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I know me, my mom had me, you know, she, uh, she was a single parent. We weren't poor, but we weren't like ball, not control. We were, we were living on a budget. We were, you know what I'm saying? And I know yeah. for sure I would ask my mom, Hey, can I do this? Can I do that? And my mom did her best when I was a kid, you know, I'm super into anime and shit. My mom put me in karate. That shit wasn't cheap. You know what I'm saying? But I couldn't stay in it long. I wasn't there forever. You feel me? There were certain things that like, I would ask my mom for monetarily. She would be like, Hey, maybe not this dude has a dream to do art and his mom sees it early and she's trying to nip it in the bud and be like, we can't afford that shit. Yeah. Like try nigga, be an accountant. What the fuck is wrong with being yeah, an go accountant, to nigga? Go to business school or something like that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, I understand that having a parent that's like, hey, look, dreams can only get you so far. You need to survive in the world and make them ends meet. And yeah. that's very discouraging for somebody. So to see him very early on, it took me till I was like 22 to realize, fuck that. I can make a career off this shit. Why can Boo Boo the food down the street with the racks do it? But I can't. He's yep. just a person. So seeing this took me till I was twenty four to figure it out. So like, yeah, I liked in the first episode how he asked the teacher. He was like, "What's the fucking point of being an artist if you can't make no money?" He's like, and she said, "Dog, you know, majority of your famous paintings from history were fucking obsessed with money." You know what I'm saying? I learned that in fine art survey class about how some of the goat artists. I thought they were just like artsy fartsy ass. Uh, about the art, these niggas were trying to jug broke as fuck back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and they were. I, like, like nigga, you should be telling your mama, hey. This could be a bag, <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? But you got to work your ass off, though, to exactly. get to what you got. And that's what I loved about this. Like, he, we're about to see him grind. And just for anybody who's in a hustle of trying to follow their dream, this is an anime for you. Like, as someone following your dream, I know the shonens are that because they tell you, like, we're seeing them follow their dream. But this is real world shit of someone going in an art field. For someone who's a creative like myself and like you, this means something to people like us. Super related or anybody who's trying to find follow a dream. You don't even have to be a creative. Exactly. It's just anybody who has a dream and how, however unrealistic it may feel, just know. And I was tweeting about that earlier on Twitter today. I was trying to tell people, bro, if you got a dream, the only way you won't reach it is if you don't pursue it. That's yep. a, that's a sure shot way not to reach. If your you dream. don't try. Yep. The more you sit there and say, I can't make it happen. It won't happen. because You're you not get... making it happen. You're saying, oh, it can't happen. The All you got to do is say in your head that could happen and then shoot the shot. You miss. Now, you know. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But and you even may shoot then, shot you, later. You got you to keep shooting because you don't know when you may get told that yes. Exactly. And I want to I wanna, um, uh, go off your point earlier because you made a good point saying like, bro, that he feels about art how you feel about potting, about how you felt when you first did this for the first time, how I felt about music. Seeing him try to tell his friends how beautiful that scenery was. And they were like, what the fuck you talk about? Like, you Bro. Some shit like that. Being weird. Like being like some boys, some masculine toxic yeah. masculinity. That's He's the first like, Bro, time I talked to me like somebody. I'm a that's the first time I talked to somebody about wanting to do a podcast. They're like, what you talking about, nigga? You get that. You want to be a podcast. Rapper? You think you Joe Budden, like yeah. like rapper. You want to be Lil Wayne, bitch, if you don't go to class type shit. You know what I'm saying? My mom used to be like, boy, you better rap them grades. <laughs> boy, you better rap that damn report card. But at the bro, same my time. Mom hit me with, yeah, you could do that little podcast. Bro, that's the worst when <laughs> niggas hit you with. Bro. Oh, yeah, you got that little podcast. 
when niggas don't understand your vision, it's so crippling and it's so discouraging. <laughs> but just the fact that he says some shit, he's like, bro, I'm just trying to see the beauty in the world. Shibuya, <laughs> I know it looks trashy, but it's not that bad. I like it's waking beautiful up in the morning to me. Doing this patrol. That was and just awesome. the fact that he drew that and all his friends are like, what the fuck is that? Is that a rat? Is that a fuck? Or not whatever. And then they were one guessing. friend realized it was Shibuya and they were like, wait. This is what you were talking about the other day. This is awesome. And then he cried because and he's a hard they, body friend too. the one that discovered. He's like, oh, that's Shibuya. That's beautiful. Is that what you were trying to say? He's like, what? He guessed it. And, and, and the fact that he cried from that was so poignant because it's real. Like when someone recognize, like I know people out there might not realize this, but when you tell Chris, like, hey, I love your song because of this, that means something to him. When you tell us like, bro, y'all did a great anime talk episode. Y'all don't realize how much that makes us like, Thank the stars because all this hard work we put in, it's appreciated. And that's what Literally. that guy felt in that moment. That's why he cried. It's like when I make a song, right? Not to get too deep into that, but whenever I do a song and I make it, people are like, oh, I like that song. I fuck with it. And they just say they fuck with it. I'm, I'm cool with that too. But they got certain people who will be like, hey, I really like this song. I really like how you said this. I think it was clever how you said this instead of this. People are not going to catch this. And I'm like, I'm so glad you caught you that because to the yeah. naked ear, a lot of people are not going to see that, but you're you're seeing my vision the way I need it to be seen. So I think it was very important the way he said, uh, he had said something about like, I think this is the first time I've ever truly communicated something with someone. Because yep. that's, that's how exactly a lot of people who said. have these experiences, like it's hard for me and you as anime nerds to just grab niggas on the side of the street and talk to them about this shit and get them invested. But this is our way to do that. Yeah. And this is our way we communicate with people. We honest about how we feel about Demon Slayer. And it's just so fucking relatable and such it an is. adult thing. You know what I'm and saying? And that's it's why such this a... anime is great. And that's why people like Fujimoto love it. That's why this resonates. So Blue Peep first and episode, five out of five. <laughs> I for sure get out of five out of five. <laughs> like, but just... This is a contender for, like, I'm sorry, Tokyo Revengers. I love you. But if Blue Period continues like this, anime of the year candidate. I'm just Literally. letting it be known now. I can see why the manga's selling like crazy. I can see mm-hmm. why it's super uh, highly renowned by manga. And you're talking to the meatheads, Lynn and Krissa, who love to see people get murked. I love but, some good fighting in my anime, but this, but see, I love- this is what I'm talking about with Slice of Life. If you give me something that's poignant, this is poignant, real, real written, relatable. Like everything Emotional. that happened into this was just the way that someone who's in that position feels and thinks down to the T. So that's Facts. why it was great. Like it, if you're going to give me slice of life, it better be like this. Cause if not, I'm Literally. not dealing with it. But man, you know, you know why I was Fujimoto uh, recommended it. Fujimoto is a funny dude, bro. Like if you know anything <laughs> about Fujimoto, he is a weirdo. And he's a <laughs> funny dude. Like he's, he's funny more than anything. And he's weird more than he is funny. But like that scene with the dude in class, they the teacher was like, "We're drawing something you're passionate about." And he was oh, like, I'm passionate, making out with my old lady, grabbing on titties and shit." Yeah, my old lady got that rack, nigga. And they're like, "Man, shut the fuck up, bitch!" And the teacher's the teacher like, "Hey, was that's like, actually I want to see idea. the rack." And son, that was funny. And he was like, "Huh?" And then you get to the episode going, you kind of forget you about it. The and then they're all, <laughs> and bro, he was like Dave Chappelle in that skit where he just he had a naked woman, he just drew like a stick figure with titties. Bro, that shit hit so hard. Like, and the I can teacher see why was like, "This is hard." Yeah, and the teacher was passing by good work. Son, the thing is, that shit killed me so hard. Because that that's great. me in high school. Like, he was mm-hmm. like, oh, I could draw titties and be good. And, and the teacher acted like with titties and went them... to sleep. Bro, when the teacher act like she ain't see them cigarettes, I was like. Yeah, that's some real shit. Because they're not supposed to be smoking in high school. No. But that shit was so funny how that man did his little bullshit art and went to sleep. He's like, all right. <laughs> man, done with this fucking out. class for the day. And, and he was I'm like, like y'all some you... delinquent ass niggas. He looked at his friend and was like, oh, you really doing this? And then just turned back around. <laughs> Whack, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and that's just so high school, bro. Like, I feel like it definitely, like, uh, a lot of manga, 
a lot of anime and manga don't capture that dynamic of real friends in high school kicking it. But and that was like did. their whole interaction. They had chemistry off of episode one. I don't even know none of the, his friends' names, but they Me had neither. great chemistry. I don't even really know his name. Is it Yakun? I think it's Yakun. Don't remember his name at all. Came I, but I remember I could tell you everything that happened in the anime that was poignant. But I'd like and that's the cool thing. I don't think his name mattered, really. Like, I, don't I, think, I do like the fact that he's a delinquent, too. He's like a fuck in class. Like, he's not. But he, he's a fuck. But he's the fuck that does all of his work on the sneak. Exactly. Because he has to because his mom's strict on his ass. Yep. You know, what he reminded me of him and his little clique reminded me of Cool Bar and his friends in the filler episode uh, you see at the beginning of Yu Hakusho. I think that's yeah. why I resonate with him so much. They're just your typical delinquents, but they're not like Tokyo Avengers level of like debauchery. Yeah, and they're not fighting nobody. Exactly. They just like your carrot, you casual class clowns. They just, yeah, exactly. They are class clowns. And I think his name is, hold on, because we got to get his name. His name is, oh, Yatori Yaguchi. Okay. No, is that his name? I think. His name's Yatori? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, Yatori Yaguchi. Okay. Oh, so and then last thing, too. I really did like the whole aspect of their naming this show Blue Period after a period in, uh, wait, was it Picasso? I don't what, know. It, it's named, the show is named after Blue Period because it's named after a Blue Period in a famous artist's career where he used a lot of blues. Oh, and, I didn't uh, know that. Just, just the fact that... uh you know, they said, you know, they had the whole thing with him drawing the blues, the blue Shibuya sky and shit like that. It, it fits so perfectly. So I feel like we're going to get some deep shit with this manga, uh, this this anime, because the person who wrote it seems to be heavily, heavily invested in it and heavily invested in the story and selling you on it. Because like, it's going to be one of them things to where it's, they're going to try to teach you techniques and art just in case you're an artist and you got an artist yeah. inside you and you want to fuck with it. And I loved Maru. That's the girl who made the painting with the green. Mm -hmm. I, she was great. I love the friend. That's Ryuji. That's the girl who he made fun of. That's the other main character. And his name is Yator Yaguchi, but they do call him Yakun because it's, both of his names start with Ya and of course Kun, you know, how they, that's pretty that's cool. That's a thing. So, but Blue Period, first episode, five out of five. Love it. And we're definitely reviewing this for the rest of the season. Um, let's do TAC next because TAC's one that I don't know if we're going to review, but I enjoyed. I did enjoy TAC. This is going to be an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I feel Pete, like you don't like tact. Pete, bro, <laughs> turn it off, bro. I, you don't want to hear what I'm about to say right now. No, I'm playing. I'm not going to do them like that. <laughs> I'm not I will do, say I'm not I liked this, uh... episode two because I didn't realize until the end that episode two was, oh, this is showing what happened before the lead up. So I like seeing the lead up of how they became the conductor in the music, the music archer or whatever, and how these yes. D2 monsters came down and destroyed the festival and how they got the powers. But episode one was hard seeing them fight all them different things. So the things that I liked about episode one was uh, the reveal of the powers and shit like that, how son mm -hmm. loses his arm and you see his little sleeve and it's like a, a, a random ass piano note. Cool, cool note, cool aesthetic, cool power. And it turns then you see him being the maestro. Yeah, it turns into being the maestro. But I didn't like the, and you know, I like, I have to go back and rewatch it because they explain more in episode two, but episode one, I do not like the fact that they just throw you in and you don't get any explanation uh, of this new dystopian world. I don't like the fact that you, you know, you can kind of tell what's going on of the plot, but it just seems like it's about to be a show that's just like, ah, kill the monsters for whatever reason. Monsters no like music. We play music and kill monsters. No <laughs> we plot. don't find out, though. The, you know what I really hated the most, though? Mm. The two main characters that I now like. Oh, you don't like Tact? 
I like them now after season episode two, but episode oh, okay. one, oh my fucking god, Tact and Destiny, bro, both Who's garbage said? tier. So first of all, I hate their two Goku ass motherfucking characters. That's like <laughs> one track minded. I don't like the fact that in the middle of these people's fine dining establishment that they so graciously let you in and fed you, you niggas couldn't step outside the door to do that bullshit. Y'all niggas did that shit. Fuck that man whole wall up. And he was so chill about it. He was but nice. That was if that was me, bro, y'all niggas would have got murked. I don't care if y'all was our savior. <laughs> but I, y'all think, just I think his insurance, me. I think his insurance takes care of that because I feel like it's still they- a hassle <laughs> and it's so unnecessary. That's what really made me mad because it's some Goku shit, bro. That's some unnecessary Goku shit. The thing about Goku, that's his whole personality, though. But these new motherfuckers, I don't even like y'all. Yeah, y'all doing fucking shit. I feel bad for the dude. He got to call the insurance company. Yeah. No, it wasn't a hurricane. No, that's just some why random you don't niggas. like these niggas. That's hilarious. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's a girl and a boy. They got some weird shit going on. But I will say it the first episode is jarring. But once, like you said, because you just get thrown into it. But once you get the custom to it, I do start to enjoy this. Like, I like how her weapon goes from sword to gun. I like yes. how the more power she uses, it takes from his life force and it makes him weak and stuff. Uh, and then you see that he's the reason in episode two that she's alive. Like he used his arm to repower whatever the jewel was that was around her neck to turn her into this new being with this new life force like she's still Cosette she's still the girl that like he knew uh Destiny uh Cosette Schneider but she's now this powerful uh music art but my favorite character gotta be her sister Anna Schneider the redhead yeah, I that's love my favorite her. character in, in episode one Driving too. That car, I said that in the, uh, I don't know if I said it in the group chat but I know I said it to Peter and like uh, I want to say I said it to Tyler somebody I said I talked it might have been in the discord I might have I might have talked to him but uh, I said she's my favorite character, and niggas was like, "What? Yeah, I like the her sister. Life. I'm like, dude, she's badass. She's yeah. drippy. She's the only voice of reason in the first episode. <laughs> she she started telling boys like, okay, all right, what's our objective? And they're on some Goku <laughs> shit, and she's like, no, bitch, I just fucking told y'all what the objective is. What is wrong with y'all, bro? She's like, I'm and eating. I, we eating dinner. Can we be peaceful to each other? She was like, what I thought the voice of the audience was, because that's how I felt. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all? She just told y'all what we were doing. Why y'all can't? Why y'all can't get y'all hair out y'all's ass? But episode two, they explain it more. So I got a little episode bit more of a soft two. Spot. 4.5 episode 1 3.9 I give episode 1 a 3.5 mm. maybe a 3.0 I'll give it a 3.5 <laughs> just because the fight scene at the end was really good the fight was great like, that's why it's getting a 3.9 for me but the second no, one that's, that's Mappa and Madhouse you feel me Mappa yep. and Madhouse showed their ass yes they did but the second one what you giving it second one getting a 4.5 for me I'll give the second, the second one, one a 4.5 because it made me do a whole 360 first of all I don't think we got the opening in the first episode because they we dived didn't. right into it on some cinematic shit. Yep. Second episode, that opening, I was like, slow key a banger. Got it's not a, good a song. banger, but it's a great song. It's one of the ones that I could actually throw in the rotation. And I love openings like that. That's actually I liked it more song. than the Blue Period opening. And I love Blue Period. I don't know how I feel about the Blue Period opening, but it's I don't forgettable. Like it. So that says a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's I what I don't remember I, shit about it. I didn't like it. And I didn't like the ending either. Like, don't I'm remember shit about that, I, that either. I'm glad I like the it was in between. What's in between is all that matters. But tech, we may continue reviewing it. We're gonna see, depending on how we feel. I'm not gonna lie, even the whole episode, even the, the part of the episode where they both played the piano really hard. Mm-hmm. I didn't like tact because he was being a douche in the first quarter of the episode. But I, yeah, he started to grow on me because he seems just like a little nerd, like but a little see, sheltered in nerd. He started to grow on me when I realized that his dad was a conductor and that he lost his father and playing music was the and only And his connection. mother, right? Yeah, he lost everybody. Playing music was his only connection to his family. 
Yeah, this one definitely pulled my heartstrings a little bit. It's definitely one of those ones make you feel for the characters, make you like the characters more, give you a little bit more backstory without giving you so much that you don't care about the next episode. And that's where I'm at with it. I'm itching yep. for the next episode because I need more of what I got in episode two because it gave me more pieces to a puzzle that I need to be able to say I enjoy this. Now, Platinum's in episode one, Gift from an Angel, having lost the will to live, Mirai Kakeshi, decides to kill himself on the day of his middle school graduation. However, Nasi, the angel, suddenly appears and saves his life. Furthermore, Nasi grants him wings and arrows to inspire hope in him. Mirai initially rejects, rejects Nasi's offer, but after acquiring the wings, he slowly begins to regain his lost hope. However, Nasi reveals some shocking information to him in order to reveal the truth. Mirai confronts his aunt, who is raising him, and basically he... We see Mirai getting flying in the air. That was beautiful. And like he's gaining his hope. But when he goes to his aunt and he fires the love arrow at her to find out the truth, finds out that the aunt and the uncle killed his parents and his sister for insurance money. And he was supposed to die. He was just lucky that he didn't. And they only kept him for the insurance money. And the aunt ends up killing herself. And Mirai basically just leaves. And the uncle thinks that the uncle just goes crazy. I'd have sent that uncle to jail, nigga. I was telling the police what, what the aunt told me. Fuck that. Or I was hitting him with the other arrow and saying, you kill yourself, nigga. You're not killing my mama and daddy. That's a big fact, bro. Like, I, I found out he killed, uh... I'm not gonna lie, he handled that differently than I would expect it. He didn't Let's handle say, it like light, like like Yagami would have. Let me just yeah, say like, that. Not too. He he handled this like Light Turner would have handled this. <laughs> and we all know the difference between Light Turner and Light Yagami. <laughs> but I know for sure this is trigger warning the anime. They shouldn't have named it yeah. Platinum in. This is trigger warning the anime because, like Lynn said, it deals with suicide early yeah. on, first five minutes of the episode. And then you suicide. get it later in the episode too. Yeah, then you get in, then you have to watch suicide. Then you have to watch brutal, brutal, brutal violence. Very, very gory. Very unsettling. Very weird. Uh, another uncomfortable, unsettling part is you know the one of the the main character's main powers that he's given from this angel is that he gets a love arrow and he uses a love arrow to make his aunt fall in yep, love with yep. him. Super kind of weird. At first, I thought it was his step aunt, but no, the aunt's his dad's sister. And the in the his uncle is the non-relative, so the aunt was the relative, so it is that weird incestual shit. Yeah, because the the uncle's trying to get the money from the the her family, mm -hmm. so he's like using and abusing. But I definitely didn't like how she was a bitch before getting that love arrow. Yeah, she, had she that was love mean. Arrow, she's spilling the beans. And it's like, I didn't feel on. bad for him. I didn't feel bad for the uncle or the aunt. I thought the, I thought the uncle like, should die too. Like I was ready for him and he should have used know. the white arrow on his ass. My thing was that's some light Turner shit because light Yagami wouldn't have played that shit. Like light Yagami would walk in and niggas would have died. I don't like, think the even the thing, other nigga from the other death note, the one shot that we reviewed, I don't think he would have let him live either. No, he was more gangster than light low key. But at the same time, that man walked in that room being emotional. I get it. I don't know how you feel when you, you figured out you, you, the people you're living with. Killed Especially since he's depressed anyway and wanted to kill himself anyway. But the first thing I would do would, wouldn't be to confirm it. I wouldn't go over there and hit my aunt with a love arrow so she's in love with me so she tells me the truth about what happened. When someone who is a fucking entity that just gave me wings and powers mm. just told me that shit. I, th I would think she would know. I would think my guardian angel wouldn't lie but to I, me. I don't want to ask get, my I aunt. Get, I just I walk get him confirming. Smoke. Yeah, I feel you. But you got to think. I we wouldn't have asked. I would have checked. I'd be like, bitch, you killed my fucking mama. I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? I, I think would, for I me, raw emotion. I would have did it 
I agree with you. I'd have checked it I like, like that. Lie. I wouldn't have said it like he, I, I exactly. I would have said, did you kill my mom? And if she lies, then I'm shooting her with the arrow to find out. But he I got to confirm there. with this angel saying, so I do understand him confirming it. But that I'm with man you. walked in there and he was like, did you, uh, hey, he was like, Auntie. hey, I, th- I think I need to talk to you. She was like, hey, shut the fuck up, bitch. You see, I'm watching Oprah. And he's like, but go get I me a lighter. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> bitch. Like, just shitting on that nigga, bro. They was doing that man like Harry Potter. Huh? His uncle hey, hurry up. Worse. They did treat him like Dudley. They had him in the closet. They was kicking him during Christmas. I felt bad for that dude. Yeah, literally, but he was doing my boy bad, bro. Yeah, Masai <laughs> got the, got treated horribly. I just thought he was just such a, such a light turner when he walked in there and he was like, can we please talk? And she was all like, hey, what was that? Sound like somebody I don't give a fuck about talking. Sound like you need to go get me a fucking beer, get off my nuts. Like, what? Sound like somebody was supposed to kill themselves earlier is back up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. it was just so, so disrespectful to me that I was sitting there like, son, like, bro, she, that shit, I was like, bro, I get it that you don't fuck with him, but that's just disrespectful. I'm like, y'all. Japanese people not like that, bro. Japanese people more respectful. That's than that. why like, I did not saying? feel bad for any of them. And I wanted to see the uncle beat it. I wanted to see him next. But I love the fact that because he did that, he birthed the white arrow. And then at the end, we see some dude that just had the control, but he did it wrong. He was manipulating people for sex. So he didn't he wasn't godly. <laughs> he didn't get the white arrow. But then this uh, Power Ranger nigga who got the arrow came in and killed that nigga. I'm ready for Mariah to get his Power Ranger suit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. What I'm more, what I'm most excited for is seeing this nigga just traverse around and seeing and all these other guy candidates. Because yeah. this was reminding me of like a throw it off version of a uh, high rise invasion. How mm-hmm. niggas are fighting to be God, the new God. I don't know what it is with this mangaka or this pair of mangaka that uh, are obsessed with like niggas like, turning into God. And funny enough, the Shinigami were like devil demons. Now we're following angels. It's the reverse. But mm-hmm. it seemed like the Shinigami were nicer than these angels. These angels are nice, but like they say, the devils are inside humans' hearts, so they, they can tell you to do bad stuff. Is will you do it or not? It's very interesting, like you said, how they how they play on demons, angels, religion, and all of that. Yeah, these angels, these angels feel like the angel and devil on your shoulder. That's just one nigga. That's mm-hmm. like, oh, you got a problem, the little angel. And then the other one, like, you should kill him. And he's like, what? And he looks back over here. The other one's like, yeah, you should kill him. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Y'all think you're supposed to be the good angels? Like, I'm, there's no such thing as a good angel. Good angel you know yeah. That exactly. shit was hilarious to me how she was like, I don't give a fuck if you kill that nigga or not. I was like, First what is going on? episode gets a 4.6 for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was definitely a clusterfuck of what the fuck. So I can't give a it a five yet. A I can't because if I'm giving Blue Period episode one of five, that drew emotion out of me. Platinum Men is good, but it's not Blue Period good. So Platinum Men gonna have some trouble going up against Blue Period every week. Because that that was not what we expected going into this. I I thought I was gonna come shit on Blue Period. So I'm excited that, you know, you guys are normally seeing us review Shonen and Sanin. We're gonna do Blue Period for this season. So I'm excited for that. But Chris, that's pretty much everything. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media. Uh, Your boy. Is on social media at Chris or SJE everywhere. You feel me? You could you could search me on my anime list. You feel me? Uh Chris or SJE, you know what I'm saying? Uh I forget what damn it. Oh, Spotify and shit. <laughs> Definitely follow your boy on fucking Spotify and shit. Chris or SJE. <laughs> you want to see some AMVs? Search SJE TV, uh, SJE TV on YouTube. I just dropped a little pack of, of freestyles. Okay. And I definitely got some surprises for the rest of the year. I'm like, I got a lot of shit about to drop before Saint Jump. I'm about to flood the streets. So peep me out this next couple months. And this, this winter about to be a good winter. You know what I'm saying? Fuck yeah. Next, for next episode, send me something we can 
give them a sneak peek at the end. Oh, hell yeah. So we'll get that, if not this episode, next episode. But yeah, definitely y'all follow Chris and be sure to check out all his music and go jam that shit because it's hard. That Chainsaw Man EP, I fuck with more now, especially since I know stuff about it. Hey, you it. might need to throw one of them. Throw Kobani at the end yeah, of this. Yeah, I'm going to put Kobani's car at the end. I definitely will. Uh, y'all can follow me at LimbyWT. Make sure you check out all the most recent content. If you're a One Piece manga fan, we did the one, latest uh, One Piece manga review. We also made a video of Sanji versus Zoro. Is there a need for a debate? Who is stronger? That video is out. We Ain't no re- fucking need for no debate if Sanji is Zoro. The hey, GOAT. Go, go watch the video. Five Mars minutes. <laughs> it's out there. Some people say Sanji's stronger. Who knows? But that's out there. Um, the screen We reviewed Scream 1996. The 1996 Scream movie. Great. Check that out. Um, but other than that, be on the lookout for all the content from the Bros. Think Network and be sure to subscribe to the YouTube. But again, want to say thank you to the Studio Maho brother, the Studio Maho brothers, the team, Yin and Pat. Really appreciate them coming on the pod. Make sure you go read God Punch. This is the beginning of the Anime Talk Creator Spotlight. Can't wait till we bring on the next one. Hope y'all enjoyed it. But for Yin, for Pat, for Chris, my name is Lennon. Until the next Anime Talk, we'll talk to you soon. Until then. Peace.